What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake Podcast. I am your host, Kai. And joining me again, forever and always, my co-host, Viz. How are you doing, Viz? Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year! It's been a while again, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing good, thanks. I'm uh, freshed up and good to go. How about you? I'm doing good. We took a little bit of a break um, with the winter holiday, obviously, and it was great, you know, visiting. My family came for a short visit, so it was nice to kind of get together and spend time with them because I hadn't seen them in such a long time. And then, you know, to take that time as well and catch up on my hard mode playthrough of Integrade, mm. which I'll be talking a little bit about later in the episode. And I did buy some new games as well. Um, I got Ratchet and Clank, which I'm super stoked about. And what else did I get? Oh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. So I'm super excited to you know, continue playing that game. I just started it and it's a little daunting to get into like another whole narrative game right away after beating Integrate. So I'm like, I'm going to take a break, play something more mindless like Overwatch or something and then I'll go back to it. So Sounds good, (laughs) sounds good. All right, guys. So the best way to support us here is to like, sub and share the podcast. Hop on over to our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can subscribe to us also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Wherever you listen to your podcasts, because we're pretty much everywhere. All right, guys. So today we are so excited because we have an extremely special guest here with us. For today's episode, we have this dad's platinum journey here with us today. Welcome. Hey, guys. Uh, Hi, everybody listening. And uh, I'm doing pretty good today, too. And thank you so much for having me on the show today. I'm very excited to uh, talk some trophies with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're super excited that you could be here with us today for today's episode. It's my pleasure. All right. So we'll be talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake's PC release. Uh, Final Fantasy XVI has been delayed. There's a rumor also that Sony has more Square Enix exclusives going forward and Square Enix's CEO announced NFT and blockchaining in games. Oh my gosh. So we're going to touch on that a little bit. And then the second part of the episode, This Dad's Platinum Journey, will share his history with gaming, how Final Fantasy VII changed his life, and we'll all discuss our experience with trophies, how they might affect how we play games. For example, you know, the path that we all must take to get that coveted platinum in seven remakes send help SOS. Um, and also giving our ideas for expected trophies in the subsequent parts of Final Fantasy VII Remake. But before we begin all of that, this dad's platinum journey, why don't uh, you let our listeners know who you are and what you do? Sure, uh, love to. So I am a, I'm a content creator, a streamer, and of course, a father of two wonderful daughters. So my, my, my content is sort of varied. I do sort of specialise really in sort of varied content, but my home is really Final Fantasy. It's my favourite franchise of all time. But mm-hmm. if you do want to catch me and join up on some of my other games I'm playing, I'm currently streaming uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which I know that you're just getting yourself yes. into, Kai. <laughs> I, I'm actually nearly finished in that game. I've got probably a week or two, and I wow. will be hitting the Platinum, which is my plan. 
Um, I will be tackling Horizon Forbidden West. That's going to be Ooh. that's going to be my next game. Yeah, uh, we're going to start streaming <laughs> that. So I'm quite excited to get uh, get to that. I might have a couple of weeks in between where I might play something like Kano or something like that. Might get a yeah. playthrough in. So that's going to be very exciting. So I too got lots of games over Christmas. So I've been yeah. Uh, I know we've been talking Kai about it as well because we've been yes. playing Ratchet. So you've been playing at the same time exactly. as me. Um, but I do upload some playthroughs. I've got a bunch of playthroughs up on the channel. I will upload my Ratchet, but my my sort of like my pride and joy of the channel is my Platinum Journeys. I love to kind of take you guys through my story, through mm-hmm. my journey, from tackling the game as it begins, going through tackling all the trophies, and making sure that I yeah get that coveted Platinum trophy. Mm-hmm. So I've got um. I've got quite a few games up, up on the channel. Uh, Resident Evil 3, God of War, Marvel's Avengers, uh, Tekken 7, uh, Mafia. And, of course, I've got Final Fantasy 7. It is the original mm-hmm. games. I haven't got the remake just yet because I, again, I'll go back into what happened before. But yeah. the remake was on PS4. I've only been doing this very recently. But I will mm-hmm. be doing Integrate. And that is penciled in as my 50th Platinum. That is my milestone mm. platinum that i want to want to get so yeah i'll be adding that and i'm i'm also awesome on twitter as well so you know <laughs> go go follow me on twitter i'm really awesome on there so come and come and chat to me talk to me about games and platinums on there quick question how much do you know about the remake and uh, what should we not spoil <laughs> i know everything about remake because i platinum the ps4 version so oh you did I'm okay fine. okay my bad, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. that's good I, thank you <laughs> I, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously we'll talk about my journey because that yes. is where we kind of talk about how it changed and why i'm doing what i'm doing now but yeah remake mm-hmm. spoilers is is all good man you can oh, good, good. go into it <laughs> just want to make sure <laughs> oh yeah please please talk to me about this game because this this game is absolutely it's just so special to me it really is and we'll we'll talk more about it a little bit later and i'm yes very excited i'm, I'm itching at the bit mm-hmm. to talk about remake <laughs> don't worry <laughs> All right, guys, so we're going to just dive into this right now, the news section for today. So Final Fantasy VII Remake for PC is out. So I just want to kind of get everybody's thoughts about it. I'll just go through mine first. So I did get it, and I only played a few minutes of it because I literally, I was almost finished my hard playthrough on PS5 when this got announced, which I did, like I said earlier, I, I finally finished it. And I just finished episode intermission on hard as well on Friday. And to me, it was just like a lot to kind of go through because I never skipped anything, right? Like I went right back to chapter one in uh, Integrate and replayed it without skipping any of the cutscenes. Um, I did use chapter select just to go through because I missed a few things. So I had to replay some of the chapters even after I had already replayed it on hard from like chapter one. Um, But I felt like just to kind of dive back into it again that soon after it came out for PC was a lot. So I downloaded it. I started it up on my computer and it seemed to run pretty well. Um, I think most of the issues that people have been talking about have been with new PC builds for some reason. Anyway, but I I haven't really had a problem performance wise with my computer as of now, but yeah, did you guys end up picking it up for PC? Viz, did you get it? Uh, so far, no, because I'm usually not a PC gamer. The only, or basically the first game in years or even decade, I don't know, I haven't counted, is uh, Trails in the Sky, which is only oh, on, right. out on PC right now. So I played the first mm-hmm. three games, Trails in the Sky, 
first chapter, second chapter, and third on a PC, and works well with PS5 controller, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm basically just a PlayStation peasant and only only <laughs> play there, and it's it provides enough entertainment and games so that I don't yeah. need anything else for for mm-hmm. that. And I'm uh, very comf- um, comfortable playing inter integrate and intermission on PS5. Works yeah. well, so I don't really need more because I, I've seen that it doesn't really look that much better. Maybe mm-hmm. true 4K and more uh, frame, uh, high frame rate, like 90 or yeah. 20. But just getting it for PC and having to play through it again, maybe no. Yeah. Although I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll be uh, playing through it again just before Part Two comes out. Maybe yeah. I'll do it on PC. It all depends mm. on um, how well my graphics card will, will fare, if I yeah. need a new one or not, because if, if it's not better than my PS5 version, I just play the PS5 version. So that's that's my, my thoughts on that. Um, also, the latest up- update, which was like last mm-hmm. week or the week before, I don't remember, uh, fixed a lot of um, performance issues I yeah, hear. Yeah, that. Like um, the, the newer graphics card, especially the uh, 30... Uh, series 30 for um, the uh, GeForce NVIDIA graphics cards. Yeah, the RTX 3080, Yeah, exactly, 3080, 3060, yeah. whatever. Uh, had had the most problems because they, I don't think they could, uh, players could switch to DXL11 for some reason. Oh, I think okay. that because that was a fix for uh, older graphics cards, 20 and below. Could, they oh, could right. uh, switch back to DX11 or DirectX11. And yeah. I heard about uh, enabling VSync. And then it was pretty smooth. That's at least uh, one fix that Digital Foundry uh, suggested. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's all fixed. And uh, it's one interesting detail uh, that uh, I noticed in Blitz's uh, video, who also talked about it, was that it apparently only used one out of uh, eight cores of the, uh, oh. the RTX 30 whatever. Because it uh, it got stuck at seventeen percent, um, like it it never never used like GPU more. performance yeah, or whatever, or t- like power. Yeah, exactly. The, the performance of the GPU was uh, was never had never had to, um, workload over seventeen percent, which is basically an, an an eighth or is it a sixth? Hang on, is my math wrong? <laughs> oh, it's it's a sixth sixth. Sorry, it's um six. It's apparently guru. a sixth. I have core. no idea. Yeah, now it's a sixth <laughs> because uh. 16.7 is uh also um like when when you when you divide a clock into into 10 uh, minute chunks it's a sixth a sixth of it and this is uh just right. well, 0. 0.16667 or whatever mm-hmm. that's uh that's uh, at least from from my memory i hate doing math right uh just right <laughs> on the fly but right from the get go i hate it but I hope I'm I'm doing this right right now. Anyway, uh, it appears that they only used one core out of those six, and also just a part of the uh, the memory because never memory yeah. was also never like mm-hmm. um, used fully. So they they for some reason weren't able to to use the, the graphic card's full capacity, or didn't yeah. just just made some mistakes. I have no idea how how this is uh, this is even possible unless you don't know what you're doing but apparently it happens the pro- probably didn't didn't use like multi-threading or something mm-hmm. 
which is probably what happened. But nowadays, it's it should be the standard, no? Because all CPUs and GPUs uh, usually have more than one core. Maybe the older GPUs don't. I don't quite remember. I'm not that much of a PC geek, so please don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's what I've I've heard from some sources. I'm not yeah. really uh, like reading the news every day. It's just stuff I hear on mm-hmm. our. Um, Discord server and some uh, people's videos I subscribe to. That's about it. And that's yeah, n- some people were disappointed with the lack of graphical uh, fidelity yeah. like options, I guess, in the menu. Oh, yeah, that's It true, seems that's like true. a very bare-bones um, PC port. Little mm-hmm. effort went into it, apparently. That's what people have been saying online, and people are very disappointed. Yeah. Um, I think they were also comparing it to the uh, Final Fantasy XV PC mm-hmm. release, which actually... Um, ran quite well and Indeed, yeah. didn't have um that many issues and also provided us with more options for yes. changing graphical fidelity um and you know just i think that people were disappointed and then on top of that they were asking full price for this game and i think it was ten dollars more than what pc games usually cost when they release on steam but you know obviously this came out uh for epic game store and you know, they did have a holiday coupon that I used, which was $14 Canadian because I'm in Canada. So that's how much I think they converted it to Canadian from $10 US or whatever. So they gave me like an extra four bucks. So I think it came to $65, which or 70 or something like that. So I'm okay with that. So I didn't mind like paying that. But that meant that like I had to use a coupon to for that game. Like I couldn't use it for something else mm, because I, see I felt like, you know what I mean? Like, why would I spend? Because for us, games are like eighty nine ninety nine plus taxes, so yeah. it's almost about a hundred dollars for a game, right? So if I'm gonna spend that money, I probably will want to spend it on something that like I've never played before. You know what I mean? It's fair, yeah. But yeah, so I think people were overly disappointed. Um, but you know, I apparently I've read that this version is basically the PS five version. Yes. Um, like you're not getting anything more than that. You're just getting more frame more frames, sorry, and a higher refresh rate, right? Basically, um, yeah. And 4K. Yeah, um, native 4K. And not yeah. checkerboard 4K. Yeah, yes. it's like native 4K, exactly. But, you know, a plus is the mod community, um, you know, that have already been pumping out mods for this. Um, <laughs> shout out to Baby Seal for your Ronald McDonald uh, Cephi mod, which is oh, absolutely ridiculous. That's so funny. Yeah, and that is it's just popping off right now. It's just popping off. And also Final Fan TV, shout out as well. They went and did like a shot by shot kind of comparison from remake um and the OG where it's like a fixed camera yes. angle. So it's just like recreating those camera angles from the original, but it's in remake. And it was quite surprising because a lot of the stuff, like the I think the work. Uh, that they put into really uh, replicating the original details of the environment, playing it um, third person and having the camera like behind cloud. I think you miss a lot of it, you know, and it's fair, yeah. That's, I think true. that having the camera there, you could see like really shot by shot, like how much work went into it and really appreciate it. And I was like, wow, they did a really good job actually of, you know, making it seem as authentic as possible to the original, I think. So, mm. but yeah. And I've seen some other crazy stuff too for mods, but for mods for me, like I, I have downloaded a few mods just for the original Final Fantasy VII, and that's pretty much it for my mod experience. 
Um, I'm not big into mods, but I can obviously, you know, uh, appreciate people uh, being into mods and mod creation is just huge, right? And it's a way for people to kind of express themselves artistically and also change things in the game that they might want to see or change gameplay elements or just add story elements. Um, I think it's amazing and incredible. Um, you know, so I think that we're going to continue to see more mod creation um, and changes to the game via mods in the future. Let's hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, this Dad's Platinum Journey, what do you think? What do you think, PC uh, version of Remake? Uh, I've, I've looked the uh, the same videos as you, Viz, actually, because I'm sort of making some sort of similar observations because I'm, I'm not a PC gamer either. Um, mm-hmm. I think the last PC game I probably played was the original Metal Gear Solid. It's going to go back a little while now, isn't it? I, I reckon <laughs> I, uh, I had that playing on PC back in the day. Um, but uh, I've been, yeah, intrigued by the PC release because it's one of those things where like you kind of get to see almost like its definitive version, really. You get to see it. Yeah. As a as a higher quality product in terms of its um you know its sort of standard gets risen up, but when I looked at Digital Foundry, Foundry, they were comparing it to the PS5, and like you say, Viz, it was almost exactly identical to what we were experiencing already, and it wasn't really putting too much in. And I think again from Blitz's video when they did the patch, was it one point zero zero one, whatever it was, they mm-hmm. updated the game. It then utilized the full graphics card, and then boom, like you could almost you know it was a amazing because i was i watched the video and i was like this thing is clipping all over the place and it's just yeah cloud running around and things like that and i was like this is just yeah not not great but i'm glad that they were able to kind of fix it and pretty quickly as well like they've got the patch up what in three weeks four weeks or something from Mm -hmm. pretty much um from it from being released so at least they were able to like fix that issue because yeah it makes the game slightly unplayable but i'm really looking forward to some of the mod stuff because i think like you Mm -hmm. say the settings again from digital foundry were like there's not much here and like final fantasy 15 it did a really good job of making that community able to customize their experience how they wanted to do it Mm -hmm. based on their sort of specs and things so it'd be interesting to see what the mod community come up with and i know they can come up with all sorts of uh great stuff and it was exciting to see the um like the og like fixed cameras like you say, like mm-hmm. it's really nice to sort of see some of the angles and, and things like that. And it'd be good to see some uh, other locations like coming up through that as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, maybe do some Shinra headquarters or something like that might be really interesting to uh, have a look at. But uh, but yeah, I also saw, I don't know if you saw the, um, uh, was it Tifa's Advent Children outfit? I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, that might be something to definitely have a look at i don't know if cloud's got one or if you've seen other advent children outfits but i think that's a cool sort of mod that i've seen uh when it comes to some of the outfits that have come up on there yeah the outfits are are really good not all of them some mm-hmm. some recolors are really great and also uh one of my favorites is Aerith's metal um outfit like yeah metallica oh, wow. metal outfit this is this this fits pretty well actually it's uh well made <laughs> yeah it's it's really cool but also their um, their Corneo outfits recolored sometimes look really good, like the Golden Tifa or uh, like Green Aerith and uh, all that. It's uh, some some really good artists out there, even if it's just oh, a little little work. thing. Yeah, just a little thing, but it's it's still it's it's cool on the eyes. Just um, mm-hmm. uh, in in our uh, Cosmic Canyon Observatory community on Discord, they just regularly post 
images and screenshots or even um, clips from other people on Twitter. And it's, uh, it's cool to see uh, day by day new, new designs, new recolors and all the clips. It's, it's nice. Because mm-hmm. I myself, I'm not into modding. I, I like uh, watching others play mods yes, or just uh, look uh, at at clips of mods just to see what other people do, what I have come mm. up with. For example, the um, uh, new threat mod of original Final Fantasy VII yes. is crazy. <laughs> oh, I watched a so really good. good playthrough of that. It was really nice. Yeah, I watched Max Dude's playthrough and see his. his oh, I've cool. seen some of that. I was watching uh, Fuzzfinger as well, like playing oh, yeah. some of his stuff. Like his, uh, he's got right. Heaps, he did like, that as well. Yeah, mod stuff as well. Um, what else was I going to say? Like also with modding the. Like if they do like a randomizer or something like that, yes. where they mix they mix sort of items up or they mix up some material and put things in different places. That would be something mm-hmm. that would be quite interesting to sort of watch, like people go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four eight productions just keeps keeps doing such uh, randomized uh, challenges and stuff. Those are pretty funny. Sometimes it just doesn't work, but <laughs> it's still fun to see. Mm-hmm. Wait to see what the speedrunner community do with the PC port as well, because they tend oh, yeah. to like speedrunning on, uh, right. on on PC ports because they just run, like you say, run faster. So they've got a high <laughs> frame rate; they can just poof. yeah. We'll be able to see some right. fast times coming up on there. I'm sure turbo mode, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just cloud super run speed, like you know, let's yeah. get that on there. Yeah, I just read an article this morning. I think there's a mod that was just released, and it creates. The battle system is it makes it very similar to uh, the original. Oh, I saw that too. Where yeah. it kind of forces it to be mm. uh, turn based, I think. But I couldn't find a video. Is it like a like an FF13 where it kind of sort of transitions into a battle scene and they're yeah. not moving, but they're kind of moving, and then you kind of I like... think so. Yeah. Uh, the the one I saw is just it's basically the same, but ATB only uh, rises when you just wait when you block. It doesn't. Uh, doesn't rise when you attack it doesn't do anything ATB so you just have to wait okay. it's like basically uh, like the original but you can still run around and, and slash oh things. you can still oh, okay. run they, okay. they renamed materia to the old ones like fire one yes. and the old material instead of magnify restore and Bolt. I think <laughs> some other balancing uh, changes have been made but I don't, I don't remember everything but uh, some things sounded cool others less so I'm not sure if it really works with uh, the base system just like changed up a bit right. maybe maybe it's fun for maybe chapter 1 and 2 and then it gets tedious I don't know haven't looked that much into it mm-hmm. yeah I thought it was like it forced you to kind of stay still like in the original and then you just kind of jump in and attack and then jump back that's what I thought. But I didn't watch a video, so I have no idea. I just read about it and was like, oh, that sounds cool. If you switch to classic mode, then maybe, because then you, you just have to wait until uh, ATB is up and then uh, just execute mm-hmm. an ability or yeah. uh, limit break. I've not actually done the classic mode. <laughs> you haven't? Same. No, I've not actually touched it. Even with the integrate version with the normal settings. Yeah. Same, yeah. Might be something to jump into. Yeah, same here. I well, I did try it out a little bit in the first Mako reactor, but then Cloud just uh, started running around instead of actually hitting things and blocking all the time. I thought, no, this is just this is boring. I I want to get into the action myself. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a nice way for accessibility options. So, oh, for it? sure, like if you weren't, absolutely, you yes. know, if you just wanted to just, if you were able to just obviously select uh, commands, it's yeah. a nice way to play it. Fair enough. 
All right, so moving on here, Final Fantasy 16 unfortunately has been delayed by six months due to COVID. Um, so it's very sad to hear that. Naoki Yoshida made an announcement about the delay on the uh, Square Enix Twitter account. I'm not surprised. Honestly, people were still holding out hope that we were going to get um, a glimpse of this game, I think, because they had said that we were going to see it at some point before the end of 2021. Um, But obviously, he made the statement on Twitter uh, saying it was delayed by six months due to COVID. So it's unfortunate, but, you know, I'm glad that he was kind of upfront about it and just came out and said, hey, look, like, you know, it's delayed, but also said six months because sometimes you know, developers won't tell you the time frame that it's been delayed. It's just, oh, okay, it's been delayed. Okay. And then we're still kind of, you know, holding on hope and waiting. And, you know, I, I appreciate that. I'm not surprised. But I'm okay with it. And you know what? Take as much time as you need and make sure that it's as, uh, you know, good as possible. And I just can't wait for it to come out so that I can play it. You know, I just, I want to see it because I want to see more of it I want to see more of the world, the characters, you know, the story, because there's so much that we don't know that they haven't showed us yet. But I'm I'm able to wait, you know, I'm I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with waiting, you know, especially to growing up with Blizzard games. You you learn to wait, yes. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So what do you think, Viz? Yeah, it's I almost saw it coming because he once said that he isn't sure if they're able able to show it on a Tokyo game show. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, yeah, probably not because they need a little bit more time. Then I held hope a little bit for the Game Awards and I thought, mm-hmm. no, probably not because didn't hear anything and it kind of felt a little bit weird and thought, well, it's, it's going to be delayed. And, and then this uh, this news came out and I... I have high high appreciation for uh, for Yoshida because he's just upfront. He um, doesn't really doesn't seem seem to care what the company actually wants. He wants to provide a good service, a good uh, experience, mm-hmm. good games and stuff. And it worked for him because he saved Final Fantasy XIV, kept uh, churning out good content with his team, and I think he also has uh, the possibilities and the freedom to just be himself and uh, do what he wants. I think. Uh, um, what's the Final Fantasy 15 guy called again? I forget his name. Tabata. Yeah, exactly. Um, he was also very transparent. Sometimes a little bit too transparent, a little bit in, in, mm. in a weird way. But uh, he was also one who basically was able to save and then just uh, put out <laughs> a game that was in limbo for a long time for many reasons. Yes. So th- those people seem seem to have a little bit higher, um, like expectations. Yeah, but that also did the company give them a little bit more leeway, I, I think. Oh, okay. That's just my personal feeling. I don't have anything to back that up, but it's, uh, it's how it seems like. Nomura as well just keeps... Um, yeah. Uh, sometimes a little bit too late, but he, he does release <laughs> a lot of games, like all of those Kingdom Hearts games, Final Fantasy games yes. he's involved in, and it's all usually received well, reviewed well, even if uh, there are some haters around in, in the fandom. It always happens. But... But still, those, those 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 guys just uh, put everything in in their games and what they do seems like, and it's really refreshing to 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 have read uh, his his sincere apology, which also had a little mm-hmm. bit of hope in it. Because 
what I found interesting that they only talked about, yeah, we have to up the quality and the cutscenes mm-hmm. and all those things. It 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 sounds like they only need to fine tune everything that's already there. They don't need to like mm. uh, finish some side quests or or other optional things or uh, finish the last boss or something like that or right. something else that they need to finish. Everything is there. They just need to fine tune and uh, make sure that everything works, bug free, and this also takes months. And yeah, I'm holding out hope for a late summer release because uh, he said once that uh, the next time mm-hmm. uh, they show it, it will be in our hands in a few weeks, like almost yeah, immediately exactly. afterwards. And they planned to uh, show something towards the end of 2021 already, but it didn't happen because of this delay, as we now know, Loundlord. And in six months, it's summer. So when they show it around in uh, mid-summer, maybe, and then late summer, it's uh, release or something like that. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm hoping for because then there's still enough time to release uh, the unannounced game and more yes. about, uh, or more. I mean, the first thing that we will <laughs> get for part two this year still. I, I'm really uh, confident that's, I hope earlier, but uh, the latest in December will um, maybe get a teaser or a trailer or something for part two. Hopefully, and then the release maybe uh, twenty twenty three, the earliest. Mm-hmm. I really hope not a lot later because then it's it's been four years between releases, and that's that's pretty far, pretty a long wait for a game that which already has the foundation, like the the foundational gameplay and the engine, everything is there. They basically need to. Um, uh, write the script, record all, all the, the lines and uh, do the motion capturing work, new characters, new locations. Still a lot of work to do, so at least three years it was always my my opinion. Two years was mm-hmm. uh, too short. But four is just a little bit too long, I think. Especially when they, mm-hmm. they're going for four parts in total as I start to suspect more and more. Because, yeah. But that's, that's something we've talked about in other episodes and this would... Uh, be out of scope, I guess. But yeah, that's that's basically my opinion about all this uh, Final Fantasy 16 stuff and my hopes. Mm-hmm. Optimistic, I know, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Cautiously optimistic, yeah, as yeah. usual. Yeah. <laughs> but if it turns out that it will release at the end of the year, I'm not mad or anything. Yeah, same. I think that uh, people were surprised that it wasn't shown at the Game Awards. I did hear a rumor that it was supposed to be shown but they decided not to show it because I guess it was pushed back. Yes, exactly. And Yoshi P had said that, you know, like you had already said, Viz, that the next time that we see it, it's going to be pretty close to being ready to be released. Exactly. So he said that we'll see it in the spring. So, you know, I think that it's a good estimation. Like you said, probably we'll see it in the summer, like probably, you know, beginning of summer in June or something like that. Even better. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. but I guess we'll we'll see. People are saying February we're going to see it at. There's a Sony State of Play, and I'm like, mm. I don't think so. I think that's too soon. Yeah, I, I guess see February yeah, at all. I think so too. It's too too soon. <laughs> I would say April or May. That's my thought process. When when we will see it again? But. Yeah. What do you think, Daddy? <laughs> hey, I was thinking, like, are we going to have like some sort of shortened code name, like for me while we're doing this? <laughs> Same, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I get it sometimes on streams when I'm when I'm chatting and uh, they're like, "What do I call this guy, Dad?" No, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
We can just say platinum if you want. Yeah. <laughs> plat. You're just a plat. plat. That's yeah. it. Um, I was I mean, I wasn't surprised at all really. When we hadn't really heard anything, particularly at the big Sony um was it September they had the big uh, mm-hmm, sort the of state reveal, of play. big the big state of play. Yeah. And they just showed everything like at mm. us. I was waiting for some Final Fantasy and you know, we didn't get it. And I was like thinking, okay, mm-hmm. we didn't get it here. <laughs> Maybe we'll get something sort of special because i was thinking that this game will probably get the horizon treatment with the sort of special state of play specifically directed right. at it i think that's what we were pro- i think that's what we're probably going to get i don't think they will just slam a trailer at the end i think this is going to take Yo- like yoshi p to come out and talk about the game and give us details along with a, a sort of extended trailer maybe some mm-hmm. sort of battle Probably like what they used to do with the, the remake when they did the E3 like sort of showcase for like twenty minutes. I think we mm-hmm. might get something along those lines with them talking on camera and showing us a lot of the sort of mechanics, maybe a small section of the game. I think, yeah, maybe March. That is sort of the state of play time that we sort of get. Yes, I'm trying to remember when Horizons was. Was it sort of May or April May time when we saw that? I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> it was around the sort of the springtime when we sort of saw it. I'm thinking, hmm, maybe we will get something special like that and Sony will produce it and put it out because I think Sony state of plays do get a lot of eyes like on their state of mm-hmm. plays. Yeah. Uh, I think probably more so than maybe what a Square Enix one might. Um, so they can use that and kind of bounce off and get a lot of exposure yeah, exactly. um, like off of that. I mean, E3 is not really a thing um, anymore. We might get Summer Games Fest again. Um, you've got Gamescom and then, of course, you've got TGS. So I'm thinking like yes. you, Viz. I'm thinking this is going to be maybe like September, sort of like holiday release. Um, if it gets postponed by a month or so, cool. That's fine. If we get it by the end of this year, I'd be, again, I think I'd be probably pretty happy with that. You know, they made the announcement back end of 19, the original announcement, and it's out within two years. I think that's a, a decent cycle of, okay, we've seen the game, we've waited two years, that's mm. a reasonable amount of time to wait for something. Um, unlike the sort of four, five, six, maybe ten that we've had <laughs> on previous... Uh, yeah. yeah, this is a breath of fresh air. And I've, the thing is, the, the, the team that developing this, oh, they've, 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 they've earned this because they've done such a great job with 14. And again, I'm not a PC gamer and I did dabble in 14, but it was on the PS3. I may very well pick this up probably on the PS5 at some point. I will experience this story, but that team has, has earned a lot of, not like leeway from us, but it's, it's earned our sort of like respect. And yes. they have earned our trust is probably the best way that I can sort of say that. It's like, I trust that they're going to give us a, an amazing product at the end of it based on their previous experiences. Some of the mm-hmm. other teams that you might sort of think like we square sometimes, like some of their other divisions, you think, okay, like their previous track record, you know, if you look at some of their, like their long title releases, we're waiting a long time. But with this one, I trust that this guy's telling the truth. It's been delayed. He's been very honest and very open and very clear about it. It's hopefully, we haven't had the definitive confirmation, but I trust that he says that when we see this game, it's going to come out and... I have the utmost respect and trust in this man is going to be able to deliver like on mm-hmm. that because he's, a, you know, he's earned it. Um, yeah, I definitely think that we'll see something pretty soon. And I think it's time to get excited, guys. 
Absolutely. Certainly, I can't wait. Certainly, yeah. <laughs> well, I've said it multiple times. Like, it's just such an exciting time for, I think, PlayStation and Square Enix uh, fans because we're getting so much Final Fantasy content. Oh, we are. Yeah. At the same time. You know what I mean? Like, although there was a long wait to get Remake and obviously 15 because there was like a 10 year gap between um, 13 and the mainline 15 to come out. But. I just I, I hope they learn the lesson and I it looks like they have and they mm-hmm. wanna constantly release more Final Fantasy games slash content, you know, more regularly. And I'm all for that. I think they've got their sort of development sort of not sort of organized sort, but they've got their ducks in a row now. They they know where they are and what they're doing. They've got their their different sort of studios, they've got everything organized, they've got their luminous productions, they've got, you know, this division that are developing sixteen, they've got the remake. So I think everything's been like organized mm-hmm. very very well and now that they've got things like sorted like that they they're not jumping between products like it's a you know one of those things where you see Nomura obviously being leading up multiple things it's nice to yes. see that they can really kind of okay we're focusing on different projects now and I think maybe you know want to say this is another golden age of Final Fantasy that we're going to be entering you know we always look back at that sort of like late 90s early 2000s as that sort of like big period because we were having so much content over that sort of six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I think content. we're going to see something very, very soon with 16. You know, we're going to be having Stranger of Paradise. It's a different Final Fantasy game. We got so much of that sort of style coming up very soon from Square Enix. And yeah, this is, yeah. This is a very exciting time to be a fan of Square Enix. Yeah, absolutely. And even outside of Final Fantasy, like I'm currently playing through Guardians of the Galaxy. And this is oh. so much fun, this game. It's great. I can't wait to play that. It's it's interesting. It's it feels like an amalgam of so many titles that has has like uh, a bit of Uncharted, a bit of uh, Last of Us. It has a little bit of remake mm. in the in the, the battle system. It has uh, kind of a bit of a, of a don't not the, this uh, life is strange feeling because of oh, some okay. choices, story choices, and the oh. uh, the um, the diary the music. that uh, diary in yeah music a little bit too, but the uh, diary in. Uh, in the menu where you can read up on what happened because it's also based uh, sometimes on your choices mm-hmm. and it's also the characters and the voice acting and the dialogue and everything it's so much fun it works and it's it also has a diverse um level design because you're on different planets and i just i'll just stop phoning right now but it's something i can only uh, suggest play, uh, you playing like mm-hmm. every, not just youtube but everybody listening who likes uh, Square Enix games in general, like Tomb Raider, Uncharted as well. It's, it's Naughty Dog, not Square Enix, but still it's uh, similar. Uh, who likes Remake because the battle system has uh, slowdown modes and you uh, issue um, commands to the, others, to the others and learn new abilities and stuff. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. it has a little bit of everything in it. Also, 80s sound, 80s uh, rock, mm-hmm. and, uh, rock and roll. Tom, no, I've got, I've got no plans to stream it. I want to play that game so I can listen to the 80s music. I've got yeah. it downloaded. <laughs> it's downloaded. It's ready to go. I think it's once good. I finish Ratchet, that is getting yeah, uh, yes. that's getting played. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But it it has a really cool um option 
because for streamers they can just uh, disable licensed music so they that it can, can just play without. <laughs> yeah, did they did they include this for streamers that they don't get struck by uh, Twitch yeah. and uh, DMC and whatever what have you? That's that's good. That, that there is it an is option. Good. You it's don't a really good option. Yourself. Really good option. Yeah. But uh, I uh, I don't know if I can play that game and not have that music playing. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Good thing is uh, there's there's a uh, um, like a, an album. By a band, I think this is a. I'm not sure if this band uh, is a fictional one and they just created for this game, or if that it's one they have the license to. I don't know, but this is the only band that has like a full album on it. Oh, I and think those, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And those are not licensed. Like it, mm. those, you, you can play. So that's yeah. fine. But sometimes, uh, sometimes licensed music just plays during cutscenes, and then it will just maybe switch to one of those. I don't know. We haven't mm. checked yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I listened to an interview with the voice actor of Star-Lord. Mm. Yep. And he was talking about it because he listens to like to that band and things like that. I think it is, um, if it's the same one I'm thinking of, he says like, oh yeah, I listen to that like all the time. Like they're on Spotify, like, they're, they're still touring or something like that. Yeah. Like if it's the same one I'm thinking of that he was obviously going on with the, with the game. But yeah, he's, he's been Probably. streaming it like on his, like on his channel. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a Twitch channel. John McLaren? I don't um, don't know any of the names. I I will look it up as soon as I'm finished because when I look it up, I will probably get spoiled on some things. So I <laughs> always wait until I finish a game until finished. I look anything up. There you go. Maybe maybe check him out because he's yeah. got a streaming channel. So I'm, I'm pretty far in, so I'm, I might uh, finish it in the next few days or so. Oh, fantastic! See, I had some money floating around to get this game because I had like uh some playstation gift cards that i got so i was like which game am i gonna get am i gonna get guardians of the galaxy or should i pick up um ghost of tsushima the director's cut and i chose that instead because then i was watching some performance um some performance uh, comparison videos between pc and ps5 because i thought i would get guardians of the galaxy on my pc instead because right now ghost of tsushima is not on pc so Apparently the rumor is that it's coming, um, but I was like, uh, I just made I just made a, a choice, and um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna pick it up soon though. I've Viz, I, I've heard, yeah, that it's it's pretty incredible. So it has a few bugs and glitches here and there, but it, it works good, well enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so going back to Final Fantasy 16 yes. here very <laughs> quickly. Yeah, so I did <laughs> look up. That's okay. I did look up um, on my phone. The last day of spring is actually June 21st. So if we go from the date that he made the announcement, which was December 27th, six months from then would be June. He said we're going to see it again in the spring, and then hopefully it would be close to be re- being released. So I'm thinking we're going to see it probably the end of June and hopefully be able to pick it up in July or August in the summer. That's what I'm mm. thinking for Final Fantasy Yeah, 16. sounds about right. Yeah, yeah sounds about yeah. right. I didn't know if they would use TGS as a bit of a, a launch pad for a, like a release trailer. And it's literally mm-hmm. come out like the next day or something like that. I don't know yeah. if they would use... Because they love TGS. Like, they, they always do. So I don't know if they would try and plan it around that and just get a big mm-hmm. boost of sales come off the back of it. Or maybe... Yeah, maybe it's already out and it's just one of those games where they're just, hey, you can already play this, but if you haven't, here, you know, <laughs> yeah, here it absolutely. is again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to release it at the end of the year, like closer towards December, because oh, honestly, no. I think December we are going to see um, Ever Crisis, which was announced and we haven't really gotten 
any information since the announcement. Uh, we don't have a release day. We just know that the date is sometime in 2022. So I'm thinking December we're going to see Ever Crisis, mm. and potentially that might be a good time to kind of show us a teaser of part two yes, for remake. For yeah. sure. Wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking it'll probably be December, uh, close to the end of 2022, that we see Ever Crisis. And then that gives, you know, space to uh, 16 in the summer for us to kind of, you know, get into that and spend time uh, with, with that game. Exactly. Perfect. All right. So moving on here, there was a rumor that Square Enix is working on more timed playstation exclusives and it won't be long until the first new announcement so this comes from video game chronicles uh, jordan midler on resetera so he was talking about ubisoft having a close connection with xbox like more and more especially this generation and now we're seeing more square enix being uh you know kind of attached to uh sony this generation and apparently it's just going to continue on for this whole generation and i think that a lot of xbox um owners are kind of disappointed i was thinking and looking back at games like the final fantasy games that were released on xbox and i think the only ones that were released on xbox were 13 and 15 i think so there might have been 11 though there might have been 11 but i couldn't find that information wasn't 14 also on the xbox i'm not quite sure like the 360 the original um uh, i think 14? the original one i don't know about the current version of it i'm not sure i think so maybe but it's not surprising to me that you know they're kind of getting tighter together you know what i mean mm. where they're kind of they want final fantasy to be exclusive on playstation both of them are japanese companies and they've kind of just gotten closer and closer over the years and I'm not surprised, and I'm okay with it because you know I'm a PlayStation user, so same, yeah. But Xbox didn't really sell that great in Japan, yeah. Um, and it's a North American uh, software company, right? So I just feel like I don't know. I just I feel bad for Xbox players, but it is on PC, and you can stream it to your Xbox if that's what you want to do, and you can play it on your Xbox with like screen share or whatever, and use your Xbox controller on your on your xbox series x if you want to play it that way which is an option you know and it's the same thing with playstation as well you can use your um whatever it's called share play or whatever share play remote play yeah yeah but you know i am i feel bad especially for remake as well because a lot of people really want to play um, remake on xbox i just i think it will happen eventually but i think that it's going to be a while longer um and with the release of Integrate and Intermission, I think that they refreshed their exclusivity for another six months. Mm, okay. um, yeah, I just don't see it coming to Xbox for a while anyway. Yeah, it's possible, yeah. Uh, I, I think one aspect is, of course, monetary because most uh, business decisions are always about money and revenue and stuff. But mm-hmm. I could also uh, see that this helps to developers just pouring all energy into one platform yes. and optimizing for that to uh, to bring the best experience mm-hmm. possible because if you have to develop for multiple platforms you always have to like um start from the the lowest common denominator and target that because otherwise you will end up with uh, cyberpunk 2077 where the like the current exactly. gen and the pc work all right and last gen is just a train wreck yeah you better just not uh, include those console versions at all so that's maybe also one 
um, aspect. But I'm pretty sure that the monetary aspect and maybe some contracts that are involved are much, uh, much more of a bigger factor. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you think, Platinum? Um, so, I mean, yeah, Sony and Square have really had like a massive partnership, you know, ever since, you know, Final Fantasy VII, the original game came out, what, 25, uh, 25 years ago. I, Zoom, my, my sort of, yeah. yeah, my, um, I know it's amazing, isn't it? My, my sort of understanding, particularly as I've been growing up, is sort of like, you know, obviously consoles have their own franchises and I, it's just always been synonymous with, with Sony. Like if you were a Final Fantasy fan, then the console that should be under consideration is generally a PlayStation because we haven't really mm-hmm. seen the ports come over until quite recently where they've been making yeah. it work. Because I think Game Pass has, has acquired the back catalogue as has like PlayStation Now. They've been sort of pumped on there. If my, mm-hmm. I'm not an Xbox player, unfortunately, but I think they've been, they've been put on there. Because I know 13 and 15 were put up quite a while ago, but I believe the rest of the back catalogue's been added like on there. So you're able to mm-hmm. play play a lot of those. So I don't know if, like you say, further on down the line, it's going to end up on there, but it's not going to be anytime soon. I mean, I think with Xbox, they're making their own deals with them. Um, they've yes. obviously had Outriders day one. So I think Square are making separate deals with Xbox on some of their other like publishers and their other titles. We also saw things like Tomb Raider had a, an exclusivity like over there. I mean, that's Tomb Raider. That's true. Like yeah. Lara Croft is a PlayStation character, but Xbox got, you know, an exclusive deal yeah. to have that game pumped out. I think it was a year exclusive deal. I think they got with them. Wasn't it only the second one, like Rise of the Tomb yeah, Raider? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was Rise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rise. The other ones were multi-platform, I believe, yeah. but the second one was Pretty a sure, exclusive. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I, was, I was like, ah, uh, what? Okay. But I just, you know, I, I saw that and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Well, I just can't play this game then. I was, you know, I kind of, yeah, sure. I just, you know, I was yeah, all, same. I put up yeah. with it, you know. Same here. <laughs> it, is, it, is, <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, I can't play that one. Okay. Um, so I think they are making their own sort of deals. I think you'll see other properties coming over to Xbox. I think the Game Pass is such a great deal and they, they do like to kind of have their, their game showcased and some of their back catalogue is going to come over. I don't know if Twelve's up there yet. Maybe they'll get the um, yeah. I don't know if they'll put the um, the PS4 version over up onto Game Pass at some point. Somebody might have to uh, enlighten me on that one because I didn't quite get a chance to see if that was um, mm-hmm. that was on there. But um, that's what I sort of feel about it. It's, it's a shame that you know Xbox don't really get them, but like you say, Viz, it's development cycles. They like to you know it's better for a developer to to kind of be set up for a certain platform rather than multi because then they don't ha- it's a different you know, different mechanism you're developing the game like you say for a multi-platform it's a different setup so they have other publishers for that whereas with the remake they might not be set up really for multi-platform and we may be seeing signs of that with the pc port maybe they're not yes quite exactly. set up at that particular yes. one because 15 <laughs> 15 was luminous wasn't it that was a different yes. produce, like production mm-hmm. so maybe they're more set up for a like for multi-platform maybe a pc so you might see Forspoken after their exclusive deal coming over because they might be more well equipped to be able to transfer it over. Mm. But with the remake, it's interesting because it's, it's Unreal Engine 4, which generally is easier to port because I, mm-hmm. I looked up, sorry to divert, but I looked up Tekken 7. I was digging up some information about it, but because Tekken is obviously a, a PlayStation uh, like exclusive for pretty much all its life, but Tekken 7 
was developed in Unreal Engine 4 because it was going to be multi-platform. So it came out on Xbox One um, and PC and everything like that. So it was able to do that because of the engine that they were using. So, yeah, it's interesting that obviously with the remake being in that same engine, if they haven't been able to do it, but I reckon it is because maybe they're just not equipped to do it. One factor is also they have a lot of uh, custom tools built into the engine and uh, Mm. changed a lot of... uh engine aspects like custom sure. shaders and all those things and i'm pretty sure if you do that you can't just press a button and port it to another platform you have mm, to adjust yeah. your um your extensions your your tools to that as well to, so that they can manage both or all three platforms like pc uh, xbox playstation or maybe even uh switch or what have you so that's the, the, oh, the their custom tools are props <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Maybe the Switch Ultra Pro in two years or something. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I'm pretty sure that's 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 one of the um, mm. one of the main factors why they have haven't done it yet. And also the PC version isn't or or wasn't um, like up to par at the start because yeah. yeah, probably some of their their custom tools that interfered a little bit with uh, Unreal Engine's multi-platform pipeline. I don't know. I'm not an expert in those things. I'm no, only, nor, uh, nor, nor me. I was just yeah. reading up on some of the information about yeah. it. Yeah, it was just because they, they changed the game engine specifically because of that reason. And I know mm-hmm. I've listened to sort of Brandon over on KH Union. He's, he's been dealing with a lot of Unreal stuff and he talks about how you can use it through multiple platforms. So he's quite a good guy, like, because he's into, he works for a company now. Um, mm. I don't, is it Brand, Brandon or Brendan? It's from guy from Kingdom Hearts Union does the podcast over there but he's he does a lot of that sort of stuff he deals with unreal engine so he sort of talks about it a lot and that's where i get some of my <laughs> some yeah. of my information mm-hmm. from that one in general it's true that um engines like unreal and others as well like uh, the uh, game maker studio which i used in the past are made for multi-platform releases and if you use like everything built in it's pretty easy to port maybe i'd have to adjust mm. a little bit make some uh, special configurations for each platform, but it's generally pretty easy to just export to other platforms. But as far as I know, with um, with Square Enix, they changed so many things, not just uh, external um, additions and tools. I think mm-hmm. they really changed some core aspects of the engine or something like that. And this just doesn't work for for this mm. uh, sort of multi-platform concept. That's That's what I gather anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think what the uh, unannounced game might be? Personally, I, I, I haven't looked too much into it, but I also hear that uh, people are murmuring about uh, Chrono Cross because I mm. think it was on the list of the, the, this leaked NVIDIA um, <laughs> gaming it was. list. Yeah, it was there, yeah. What, was it a, a Chrono Cross remaster or, re, or a remake? I don't remember. I forgot. I know there is a Final Fantasy IX remake, I think. Yes, that's, that that's also something I'd leak, yeah, but I don't think it's that one. There. Because I think they said something about it's, this unannounced game is not a Final Fantasy title and not hmm. of a... Is the, I think there were uh, like two or three points what it is not. I will hmm. remember that it's not a Final Fantasy game. So that's why people think it could be uh, this uh, Chrono Cross um, game. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm oh, into yeah. it. I never got around to playing that. Because was it that Nintendo? Was it Chrono Cross? Uh, no, Chrono Cross was uh, PlayStation 1. Oh. Uh, Chrono Trigger mm-hmm. was the Super Nintendo. 
Ah, yes. yes, that's that's it. Yeah, because I was thinking like because I I heard about the Chrono Cross or Chrono Trigger, and I was like, okay, I'm not really lost on these. I had a little look at what they were, but yeah, I saw the Super Nintendo version. I was like, okay, but um, I could definitely see them waiting until 16 if it is later on this year because yeah, you know the whole mm-hmm. situation with development. It's not surprised that everything's being delayed and it's going to yeah. have a knock on <laughs> yeah. effect. So. It wouldn't surprise me if, if all their plans have literally just been like halted through by six months. Yeah. You know, potentially more, hopefully, if it doesn't, you know, get any worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I put earlier. There was an article that Kataze had said that I think in twenty July twenty twenty that the development um was delayed for seven remake part two because of COVID, but they had said that they don't think that that's going to have uh that big of an impact on yeah. i guess the process or something like that mm. but it says they will drop uh temporarily below 100 percent efficiency because of it but he doesn't think it'll have an impact long term but you know what that was uh 2020 so yeah, yeah. we're 2022 <laughs> now we don't know we'll see and yeah i i expect to hear more delays in the future yeah i think we can just accept it now <laughs> yeah like all different types of developers i think yeah mm. everyone mm-hmm yeah definitely all right so moving on here square enix ceo announces nft and blockchaining in games so this is a big topic i just wanted to kind of put it in here uh just to kind of touch on it because you know it's it's a huge topic of discussion and there's been a lot of opinions and uh you know statements made online about this and uh, i've just been trying to kind of wrap my head around nfts i know i've heard of them and i know kind of what they are you know i've been doing research i'm open to learning about it you know i know it's bad for the environment i know i think that they use um like cryptocurrency to pay for it which ultimately is also bad for the environment because it uses so much electricity to kind of mine for bitcoin and cryptocurrency yeah it uses uses up a lot a lot of um of resources server power and etc yeah yeah exactly but i've heard that it's the the nft space is kind of rife with fraud and people manipulating and you know just hiding their money in nfts basically like dirty money and there's a lot there's a lot personally for me in regards to blockchaining like I have a job outside of the podcast and, you know, playing video games and spending time and enjoying my life. So when I go to work, I get paid for an exchange of service. So I'm giving my time and I'm providing a service to, you know, my province and here contributing to, you know, society here in Canada. So when I go home, if I'm playing video games, I want to relax when I'm playing a video game. I want to play it at my own leisure. I can see how some people would enjoy, you know, playing a video game and then contributing to the video game world and somehow, you know, having some kind of exchange of goods or whatever that may be. But for me, I like, I wouldn't want to go to work, you know, for eight hours, come home and then play a Final Fantasy game that I have to also, let's say like, it's not an NPC that's the shopkeeper. It's actually a person that's the Final Fantasy shopkeeper. Oh boy. And I'm working in my Final Fantasy world as the shopkeeper and I have to sell items to people playing it. And the only way for me to play the story is I have to put in time to be able to do, like, I'm just giving a crazy example, but like, that doesn't sound fun to me. You know, like I, I just, I just want to play a game and enjoy the story um, at my own leisure and do, you know, whatever I want. 
if I bought the game, I've paid for it. You know what I mean? I bought the console or, you know, I, I have a PC, whatever. And I just want to enjoy it the way that I want to enjoy it. But I can appreciate and understand like some people that might want to do that inside of a game. They want to build the environment or build things or, you know, create music. Let's say you're a bard or something and you compose a song and you contribute the song to the world and other people can buy your music that you've created inside of Final Fantasy and you get paid in that way or something like with in-game currency or real life currency. Like, I don't know. It seems like it seems crazy, but it could be, you know, that this is the way that games are going in the future. But maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I'll change my opinion. But right now I just don't see myself enjoying doing something like that. And as for NFTs, okay, so we go to a shop and we can buy like a cloud portrait. That's an NFT that I can buy and then I can take it off of the system and use it the way that I want, I guess. Uh, in life, like real life or inside of the game, but I'm going to use in-game currency or real life money to pay for it. But it's like a one of a kind or it's a copy of, it's a digital copy of an actual piece of art that the developer made or something. Like I'm just trying to kind of wrap my head around it. I don't agree with it. But I also, like, I understand why it's kind of heading this way. Yeah, I'm, I, I feel you there. Um, I also <laughs> don't really know too much about NFTs. I just uh, listened to a few people talk about it, and I know a little bit about uh, blockchain technology. But as far as I understand, the NFT, also called non-fungible token, like, it's, it's a token, it's there, it, it can be... Fun, uh, like tampered with basically mm-hmm. but it's it all started with those uh, stupid monkey pngs or or jpegs right. like just weird images that don't have any value it's like you buy something a digital copy of something and then you just basically own this copy and the nft is the digital certificate that you own this copy but you're not the only one who has that because everybody can't just take the image and replicate it you just have this one copy of it like legitimate as as if you buy a game a physical game you have this physical game in your hand and you have this there are other games you can also replicate it and the the company that produces and sells the game can just uh, print it as many times as they want basically if demand is there as far as I understand, it's just the digital um, version of this uh, physical yeah. market space. Uh, but it's something digital. You don't really own anything. You can't do anything with those zeros and ones. It's just data. And I don't really need to like prove that I have it. I just can have it, and 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 it's there. Basically, I don't don't, don't really know what what the real deal is besides. Uh, people making it out to be more worth than it actually is. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's just the, the, uh, the belief that it's worth something because it's an NFT, because then you can prove, oh, yes, I, I own this specific copy of this weird monkey image or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, with the certificate thing. I think it's yeah. also the signature or something like that of the artist or something. Like, you have a copy of an original piece of art but i think there i think there's limited copies of it i don't think you can buy like maybe there's 20 of that monkey 
you know there's only Maybe, 20 yeah. of it <laughs> but the real monkey art exists in real life it's just that you have a digital copy of that and you have the certificate or the signature of the artist on it saying yes you've bought one of 20 or something like that like a collector's edition yeah. where they make a limited run or something like that yeah but the, the, here's here's the, the the crux though um with digital goods there if you create scar- scarcity it's just a f- uh, fabricated scarcity because you could just copy it infinitely there's no there are no resources needed to to create uh, copies like cds and uh, and cases or cars or pcs or what have you you really need you, you need that um the raw materials you need um uh, a factory to produce those things and then ship it mm-hmm. and you need so much physical resources to bring it to your customers with digital goods you can, can just uh, press co- uh, control c control uh, v and then you have another copy and it's basically a nothing burger to uh to replicate it and then create digital scarcity i'm not sure where the benefit is besides just um, being able to sell something that's infinitely replicable for high price because that's where the fraud mm. can come in that's at least how i see it for, yeah. for that little knowledge i have about this so and and you can also see the huge backlash uh all those gaming companies get and other companies as well for uh playing uh, with yeah. thoughts of nfts and how to integrate it into their ecosystem because usually those companies are only in for profit and not really for benefit yeah. or the, the betterment of um, the space they're in in our case gaming so and those people who uh produce the backlash probably know much much more than us th- us three combined so i'm pretty sure there's yeah. uh so many other things that um i can't see yet because i haven't really looked into it yeah. as as much but um, I heard that it's uh, rife for fraud and it, it doesn't really yeah, do anything for the artists. No, but, it hurts yeah. artists, yeah. actually, I think, yeah. because I don't think that there's any copyright laws. Oh, we are right. Laws for yeah, NFTs. That's, yeah, that's right? also so a problem. Yeah. You can make alt- like limited copies of the NFT that you have and then sell multiple copies of it, but the art actually belongs originally to a different artist yeah. and that artist. Yeah, doesn't get a cut of the sale that yeah, you're exactly. making on their art because you can technically just make a copy of it. And there's no law that states that you have to pay that artist, I don't think, because it's digital art. I'm not sure. Yeah, hard it's to say. so much. It's so much. Not a lawyer either. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting um, loot box kind of vibes from yeah. uh, this whole thing. Like I'm getting like, this is the next thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Because when loot box were created loot boxes sorry were created i think and having as well like dlc being locked behind a paywall and Mm. stuff like that like this was kind of the uproar at the time when that was kind of announced right because people are like well the whole game should be included you shouldn't have to pay extra to get unlockable chapters or uh you know same thing with with loot boxes or you can pay to win right like this is where we're headed and i don't see it um changing anytime soon yeah and also the statement of um, play to earn. It's just, why? I, pl- I buy a game <laughs> and play a game just to spend my time, to have fun, to, to have something to talk about with uh, other people, to share experiences, to experience uh, new ideas from the artists, from the writers, the game designers, and uh, 
just lose myself in in a different world to to just get away from from everyday life every now and then to just uh, like exactly. uh, uh, clean my spirit my 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 mind a little bit just to to uh yeah just just to feel good sometimes other people use drugs which is not good you shouldn't do that play games instead <laughs> <laughs> that is sound advice yeah <laughs> so what do you think platinum Oh, I hate that. I hate it. I really, yeah. I, I hate games that have loop. I nothing against, nothing against this stuff, but like, I won't uh, obviously disclose. Like, obviously, but uh, I have someone that I, I, I sort of know, and they spend a lot of money on the packs of cards, like in FIFA. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots and lots of money, but like, it's being done because the investment is there to try and help you win in sort of online, you know, sort of leagues and matches and things. That is sort of, again, like you say, pay to win. And I think this is probably kind of taking that a step even further where you are going to see, you know, people that have the money to do this, investing in video Mm -hmm. games to sort of fund this sort of stuff. Because I got sent an article um, from a client of mine, sent me over an article and he was sort of, the article went through a few different companies some examples of like nfts and what was sort of what could be happening because the same thing with like the like the packs in fifa they the way that the article put it was that you could own a basically own a player or a player card and you could then sell that card to people that wanted that player so say Hmm. for example you owned you know ronaldo you could then put that on the marketplace and say i've got him you can buy him for thousand quid or whatever it is they're going to sell it for so rather than buying pack after pack after pack you could just buy the one that you wanted and the other one was the other example was like things like skins you could develop a skin Mm -hmm. for like say Fortnite, and you could then if you were playing with that skin and other people wanted it you could then sell that skin to other people and it's then you as the owner of that skin and the developer would get a cut of that money. Yeah. Yeah. From what I was reading the article, that was what the NFT was sort of like, like based on. Hmm. And I was like, that's like, if you're a business person, you wanted to invest into businesses and you know, you're, you're into all this sort of stuff. Fine. Go for it. It's not for gamers. This is, this sounds more like wall street to me. This is, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is like prices high, prices low. Like what's, you know, cause you think about you own this product then the price might go up. You then sell it. It's almost like stock market exchange, where yeah. like you buy things, sell sounds things a lot like of it, the yeah. time. That's what it's. Yeah. Uh, that's what it sounds like. It's to like me. its own like, marketplace. Yeah, it's almost like its own marketplace, and it's like go to Wall Street then. Like go go and do stocks then, if that's what you want to do. If you want to actually buy digital things that you don't actually own, but you have mm. shares in or whatever it is, and make money, you can do that. Um, Obviously, do that at your own risk. Please don't take my advice on that one. Yeah. But... No financial <laughs> advice on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't get financial advice from me. Please don't do that. I'm, oh. you know, I'm the worst. Don't, if you uh... do from me, you will be sorry. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's what it sort of sounds like. And I was like thinking, how would, like, how would Square integrate this? Like, what would they need and why would they need it? Because let's face it, Square have pretty much developed their own money-making machine in final fantasy 14 and the reason why it's such a money-making machine is because it's so good 
Like it's an yes. awesome product. People want to play it so much so that you have to take it off of sale. Like <laughs> no, no amount of NFT, whatever this is, is going to have that kind of like generation, uh, you know, impact in the market as what Final Fantasy XIV is. Final Fantasy XIV is something special because in that marketplace that is the hot topic right now like this is this is the hot property yeah. that you should be playing and it's not because of you know you're buying all this stuff it's because it's a good game like i don't exactly. understand why they can't just make good games that people want to buy and make money like stick to stick to what you're good at here square don't don't go into this please it's because making good games creates effort and uh, needs know. more money to be spent from the shareholders. They just want something that is uh, cheap to create, but then gives a boatload mm. of uh, revenue. And NFTs probably will do that. But I what I also not really quite understand is, like the the, um, the examples you gave before, why why do you need NFTs for that? You can just sell this as a as a digital product. Just I don't know. It's it's just so weird for the players. Yeah. There's no really no real benefit I can see here. I think yeah. it's like what they're trying to do is obviously have the ownership. They want it to sound like it's an ownership of of you, and it's kind of a way for them to almost make it about us. Maybe maybe it's just a way to kind of think. Well, we could put these stuff on the marketplace, but you know, oh, it's about it's about the creators. It's about us providing something for everyone else. Maybe they just want it to maybe, maybe sound a little less like they're sort of just like you say shoving paid DLC down our throats. Mm. It's just another avenue, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more like it's uh you know you build a house or something and then you're like oh I'm gonna buy this NFT which is art of Cloud's face or something and then you put it on your wall in your house, mm. like in fourteen. Like I don't know. Oh right, kind of yeah. like um yeah. gta 5 or something like that you know what i mean more like mm. that type of thing but but again you don't need an nft for that exactly you, just you don't need buy an NFT. it and then yeah. it's there yeah but but i think it's the nfts like the whole like you said the certificate and the yeah like the signature of the artist and like but it's just people can just copy it so i don't yeah. i don't know the solution to this I think with NFTs you can just sell it for more because it's it's uh, artificial scarcity and it's it, it mm-hmm. creates more value because apparently it is a, a limited thing and you have the certificate for that. Therefore, it must be worth more, so it can be sold for yeah. more, and then those behind all this whole system earn probably more as well. But I heard something as well with people like buying an NFT and then selling it to themselves at a high price. <laughs> what? They make a new account and then they sell it to themselves oh for boy. like 50,000, wow. but it was yeah. on sale for 10. So it makes, like you said, artificial scarcity or whatever, like it's popular. And then that person then with their second account reposts it at like 100,000 and they can see, oh, this NFT just sold for 50. So yeah, oh, I because it it's going to yeah, go yeah. up ah, and then they sell it. it for like triple or quadruple oh. what they originally paid oh, for it, dear. which is fraud, right? Like you yes. can't yeah. be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. And yes, the websites have that sort of, they, they have like um, measures in place to prevent that from happening. But I think that it has happened and I don't know how much they've done about it or care or like i don't i don't think it's a regulated space yet and like i said earlier like the copyright laws like what are the laws i don't know if i think there needs to be new laws created for this space 
Going back to the other point, though, about the marketplace, I will say that I do play Dota 2. It's a free-to-play game on Steam, and there's only cosmetics uh, that you can buy for your characters, kind of like League of Legends. Mm, Um, They don't change the stats or anything for the heroes. You have a huge roster of heroes that you can choose from. Uh, They have battle passes that you can level up, but you can do it with in-game achievements as well as paying money to unlock levels. And then later you can post your sets that you have that might be rare that you're not going to use for a hero that you don't really play to the Steam marketplace and other people can buy it for real money and that money goes onto your Steam account, which I like. Like I can get, uh, you know, sets that have been created by, by uh, Valve, but also sometimes it's created by artists that actually make these 3D models that oh, do sell them nice, yeah. and they get a cut of it and so does uh, Valve. You know, so like, I'm okay with that. I can find a set for my favorite hero that's on the marketplace for cheaper than what Valve is charging me currently, let's say, on the Mm -hmm. Battle Pass. Sometimes I can find it cheaper. Sometimes it'll be more expensive. It depends on the popularity of like how many of those sets are selling currently, how many, because I can set, like I can sell a set and put my, set my own price. Like I can put 2000 bucks if I want. If somebody is crazy enough to pay 2000 bucks to buy that set, even though there's a million of them created that you can buy for 60 cents then that's the person's choice. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But mm-hmm. I, I can see this being applied to Final Fantasy, especially 14. Like if there's artists that create sets that people might want to buy and then being able to sell them on a marketplace for maybe in-game currency or real money. I don't know what the regulations are for that. I just know that for me, like if I buy something in somebody, sorry, buy something from me on on uh, the Steam marketplace, I get cash, but it goes to my Steam account. I can't withdraw the money from Steam and put it into my bank account. So I can use that money to buy, let's say, remake on on Steam when it releases. I get a discount because I have like 50 bucks saved from selling a bunch of Dota sets, but I can't put it in my bank account, right? Which is good because then you're, you're, I'm getting paid for selling the sets that I ultimately already bought or unlocked in the game but I can't uh, get the value of that into my bank account. You know what I mean? It's, it stays in the same e- uh, ecosystem, which, which makes sense, because otherwise it's, there will be fraud, I'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I would be okay with something like that for Final Fantasy. Like, I, okay, that's fine. But, but um, it doesn't, it's just cosmetics, right? Like, it's not mm. going to change, um, yeah, yeah. you know, how I play the game specifically, that sort of stuff. So... Anyway, so and now let's just ponder a little bit in a few years in the future if this NFT will get implemented and stuff. And then the last, uh, the final part of uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake releases, uh, will we need to uh, like buy certain materia, like uh, uh, materia <laughs> NFTs, <laughs> material that other people mm. create and stuff to uh, play? And the bare bones game just has like uh, half of the material we expect, the rest we have to buy. And it's a scarcity because maybe there's just uh, one million of one materia there. And um, yeah, please no Square Enix, just forget about NFTs. No, it's, and- we <laughs> have to go to work. We have to go to work at the Golden yeah. Saucer. Oh, oh no. Like as an employee. <laughs> just we yeah, like virtually. You just have to yeah. hear the music over and over and over yes. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we're at Golden Saucer and I'm, I'm like the item shop guy like that's me okay like i i worked all day at my real job in real life and then i'm sitting on my console and i'm the shopkeeper and it's like oh you can't unlock you know the next story 
chapter or whatever until you put in eight hours of work at the island. Oh, boy, no, please. Or just have to, like, uh, reach a certain amount of points at G-Bike or feed Moogle, like, (laughs) three times or I don't know. Weird stuff. Imagine it's just an empty open world. Like, just it's just empty. And then it's, like, a list of chapters you can buy. And other people made all the stories. You can buy whatever. But then you have the official... The official game chapters, like one at a time or whatever, you're like, okay, I'm going to pay for chapter one. If you don't pay for anything, it's just you running around the gold saucer and there's like nothing or something <laughs> like that. Like, that's the hub, you know? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I hope Play not. to earn your progress. <laughs> uh, what? We already did that before without NFTs, without anything else. Just bring... Uh, but you on. have to buy the base game, though, yeah. and the prices of games keep going up. So yeah, of course, you're going to spend actually. like $110 for the game, but then there's no chapters because you have to either work at the item shop, do some kind of a job, create something... Or pay real money. But you already oh. paid 110 bucks. Anyway. Don't give oh, many God. ideas, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So we are going to move on here. We are going to be talking about the all-glorious trophies in uh, PlayStation games, specifically Final Fantasy VII OG and Remake. But first, Platinum, why don't you tell us your history with Final Fantasy VII? Oh, I feel like I'm going to be preaching to the converted here. I think, uh, I think if you're in your mid, I think if you're in your mid 30s, I think my life is going to be very reminiscent of of, uh, of your own here. But uh, I have got my video up on the channel. But some of you may have have seen my sort of background with Final Fantasy. But if you haven't, I'll give you sort of a quick, a quick rundown. But this game, it absolutely did change my life. It's, I think it really resonated with me in terms of how games can be because. Back then, like when I was sort of playing a Super Nintendo, even when I got my PlayStation, I was very much like locked into your platformers, racing, uh, even just like a bit of Mm -hmm. FIFA, you know, typical sort of uh, games that I was playing back then. And you know what? Like I got I got exposed a couple of times to Final Fantasy. Um, It was when a friend of mine borrowed it off of somebody and I went around his house and he was like, oh, God, God, it's really cool game. Like, let's let's sit down and play. I was like, okay. You know, so we get off the train and we go through, we get to the to Guard Scorpion, died. Go back again, Guard Scorpion, died. Couldn't get part I couldn't get <laughs> Well that's because the they didn't tell you the correct instructions. Exactly. It was like a translation yeah. error. <laughs> the wrong instructions. But even though I saw only just ten minutes of that game, it just captivated me. I was like, this is just this is this is insane. This gameplay mm-hmm. just it oh, it just it really resonated with me and it, it really sort of like I did never. I never forgot that moment of just like that. That first time I saw the game, even though I didn't get very far in it. Like you know, grand scheme of things, what is it? Ten minutes. That was yeah. all. It's <laughs> all. That is all I saw. But another time was shortly after that. We have those. Um, I don't know if you have these like days after school uh, at the end of the year where you can bring things in. And you just have a mm-hmm. bit of a bit of a play day where you just yeah basically muck about on the last day of term or last day of school. Anyway, my friend brought his PlayStation in and he had Final Fantasy VII and Ooh. I sat next to him for eight hours and I watched him, <laughs> I watched him play mid section. It was, oh, it was glorious. It was, <laughs> I was transfixed. I just could not take my eyes off this game and I was like, can I play it? And he was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I know, right? And he was like, no, because you, you'll, you'll just die. And I was like, okay, right, fine, I'll just watch you. But he he's again he spoke so passionately about it because he was like this is like you know such an amazing game to play and i was like yeah i need to get this game 
but I was like third, what, 13, 14 at the time. So you don't really get a chance to, uh, you know, just go to the shops and buy a game. I have to, you know, ask my parents. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What is this final fantasy that you're talking about? Like, what is it? But anyway, I actually ended up getting the game. My dad bought it for me. We were on holiday one time and uh, there was games um, available at this. Uh, we were on a ferry. You go into mm-hmm. the sort of shop there and uh, like there it was. I just, you know, those moments you sort of see that glorious white case with the uh, logo yes. like yep. just slapped across it. I was flicking through and it just, it stuck out to me. And I remembered it from when we borrowed the game before. And I was like, this, this is it. And I, <laughs> I, I held that, that case up into my chest and I held that thing and kept it safe. Popped that <laughs> disc into my PlayStation and I've never looked back. My childhood was just, I owe it to Final Fantasy. I absolutely do. I'm an, I'm an only child. I don't have brothers and sisters. I spent most of my time as a kid gaming. You know, I went out and, you know, did, you know, friend things and played football and stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, all I wanted to do when I get home was, was play Final Fantasy. I ended up with two copies of Final Fantasy X. That, that was how much I loved Final Fantasy. <laughs> my friend got it at school and I asked him to go and get me one because his, his mate was like out of school or whatever. We were in school. I was like, go get me a copy. I get home. My mum had bought me one because she knew that I wanted <laughs> it. So I had two copies of Final Fantasy X. Like, this is how much I, uh, I, I adore the game. This is a series that has just... It opened my eyes to a very different sense of gaming that I just, I didn't realize was mm-hmm. possible. Like, yeah, you know, I, I'm sure you, I'm sure people listen like, mm-hmm, yeah, yes, I know, mate. I know, you know, Final Fantasy <laughs> 7 is completely, uh, completely my jam. And that golden age of Final Fantasy is just, it's just my, oh, I look back at that and that was just like the happiest points of my childhood was just sitting there playing it. Cause you know, I had Kingdom Hearts, Metal Gear, Resident Evil, some top titles like that, but really it was just okay. What Final Fantasy game do I want to play again? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that was it. But I did, I did fall out of gaming a little bit. You know, as I sort of got a little bit older, um, I went through like Final Fantasy thirteen. I did thirteen and thirteen too. Um, but when sort of the the turn of the, the decades sort of came in, I really didn't really kind of. I sort of fell out a little bit. I was transitioning through jobs. Mm-hmm. I I just moved. Um, because I've sort of I've, I've moved locations, I sort of relocated, and I wasn't really buying any games. I was really sort of out of the loop because I was sort of so concentrating on my new life that I was sort of going through. That gaming was sort of a bit of a bit of a secondary thing, like to me, mm-hmm. and like that so, so much so that I had no idea Final Fantasy fifteen or even remake was a thing. I had I had zero clue, and that 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 <laughs> upsets me sometimes. No, I, I I wish I I have any. <laughs> I know, right? Because I uh, I uh, Shad- Final Fantasy Fifteen Shadow dropped for me, and I I listened back because I listened back to Final Fantasy Union, and I listened to you guys on the podcast when it came to remake. I listened back to Final Fantasy uh, Union, and I listened mm-hmm. to them like just going on and on and on. Oh, we're gonna see you know Final Fantasy Thirteen or Versus Thirteen, guys. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It, the trailer's coming, and it never does. And I was like, oh, God, to be living through this period and to be like, yeah, yes. I kind of I missed it. <laughs> so I missed, that, <laughs> I missed that blackout period of that sort of, uh, I suppose, what would it have been? Uh, what, 2010 was? No, 2005, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, it was 10 years. 10 years, wasn't it? It was 10, 2006, <laughs> wasn't it? It was announced as yeah. versus 13. 
Yes. I missed that whole period, really. I didn't really get a chance. But I, I played 15. That kind of like sparked a little bit with me because that was when that came out when my daughter, my first daughter was born. And I remember playing that late at night when she was asleep in the basket next to me. She'd be asleep. Mummy would be upstairs having a, you know, having a sleep. Baby there, Final Fantasy on the, on the TV, you know, wakes up for a yeah. feed, do that, put it back down, Final Fantasy again. So I managed to kind of get through Final Fantasy 15. I didn't platinum it, but I platinumed it last year. But that, <laughs> I played it, but then I went back to platinum it last year. Mm-hmm. But um, I had no clue about the remake and do you know what the moment i saw that remake and i remember it vividly for some reason i was scrolling through youtube i'd never really been into it i had just sort of discovered this is so weird i, I feel so backwards i thought i just discovered youtube in 2017 mm-hmm. um <laughs> i just i i came across i came across the trailer and it blew my effing mind <laughs> i was like what this this is a thing right and then I saw the second trailer, which was the PlayStation Experience trailer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, like this, this was a thing. So I was like, I was scrolling YouTube. I was like, right, I need to find every piece of information about this game. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to know when this is coming out because I just remember being back, being 13 years old and playing the original mm-hmm. game and how much that changed me and how that impacted me. And I knew this was going to happen again for me in my 30s. So I just like instantly. So I I just I, I discovered you, Viz. Like I I found you. Um, I'm not sure when you sort of started doing, but I remember when you before you had Cosmo Canyon, you had a different name, which I believe is your uh, yeah. Bazoo was after. Yes. Before. Don't ask me to pronounce it. I'm very sorry. No worries. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> I was like, I you know I absolutely loved your videos. You were thank you. Your your deep your deep your attention to detail because I love that. I wanted to know everything, Biz. So mm-hmm. for me, you were like you were just a dream YouTube channel because I was I could just sit there for an hour, two, three, and just listen to every yeah. frame by frame detail. So thank you very much uh, for helping me uh, to understand all those bits and pieces in in remake. But uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh boy, that remake took me. It really did. I not a day went by that I didn't think about it. Unfortunately, I was just so, so overwhelmed by mm-hmm. the whole experience. And I know I'm blabbering on about it, but this this remake was just. And again, I think a lot of people will will have a very similar experience of like it takes them back to when they were when they were when they were a child, when they were yeah. a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. it really that game had a, a wonderful balance of nostalgia. And just lure of a new concept and a new vision mm-hmm. for the game. I think it had a great balance that it was tackling. It was a delicate balance. I think some people teeter over the edge either way. Some people might not have necessarily liked it as much as some people really did. Yeah. I mm. think they I think they towed the line pretty bang on for what they were trying to achieve here. I think so too. Mm. Yes. Agreed. And I I really do just like, so again, just so many memories of like, uh, the, the remake, just all the way up to launch was just, I did things that I just never, I never, like I stayed up late to watch E3. I don't watch E, I don't watch E3. I don't mm-hmm. stay up late that much, but I stayed up to watch that presentation. And I was just pumped to watch that. And that 20 minute experience, I still watch it now. I still watch it. I, I love watching that back with the guy up on stage. Yeah. I can't, um, I can't, can't remember his name. <laughs> Neil Pabone. Neil, that's mm-hmm, it. Yeah. You know, let's mosey. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> A-T-B. I, 
Exactly. <laughs> you know, I was watching uh, PlayStation Access, you know, Rob, he lived vicariously through me. He was doing the videos yes. I wanted to do. He was excited for this game. And I was like, yes. Like a child, yeah. I remember. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, and I remember, do you remember, do you guys remember where you were when the, when the demo dropped? Uh, actually, no. I don't. <laughs> Actually, this is how this is how much I was just enthralled with this because I was walking from my work to a shop getting a drink and I just happened to be browsing my phone and I was like, <gasps> oh, okay, phone away, phone away, phone away. Right, you need to download this thing <laughs> right now, right now. And I was upset that I had to work until seven p.m. that day. Mm-hmm. I, I think I had gonna... to work work as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember, yeah. <laughs> I was working, I remember that the demo was leaked previously because somebody had, um, I think they had decrypted the PS Store uh, file for releases or something like that. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. The demo was listed on there. And then I freaked freaked out because I thought that that was the release of the demo, but it actually came, I think, a week or two after that. But I was, I remember that I I freaked out when I saw the posting that the demo was on that list that it was coming, but I thought it was released. So then I freaked out. Similarly to probably how you freaked out, but mine was just was... a little too early. <laughs> <laughs> I just could, I couldn't wait to get home and just play that. I think I played it about four times that night when I came home. Mm-hmm. You know, my, wife, my poor wife was just like, what is this? And I was like, oh, please, just, just be happy for me. Just be happy for me. <laughs> But like, yeah, because it, it dropped at the end of January, didn't it? Like, so we had that. I think so, yeah. Like coming out and it just, yeah. it just shadow dropped. It just turned up on the store and it was like, demos here, guys. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And uh, we entered the pandemic because obviously the game was, was delayed yes. by a month. And we entered, you know, pandemic. Um, I had to try and get my deposit back because they couldn't figure out how to get my in-store um, pre-order to be a uh, posted delivery. So they couldn't post my game out. So I was freaking out about that. So I was, I was on Twitter, like basically atting the shop saying, come on, sort it out. <laughs> and eventually I was able to get like some sort of like, ref- not refund, but they could basically credit me the deposit back. And I ended up buying digital because I was like, I need to pay this game on day of release. Like, <laughs> yeah. But then it came out, it came out, we got sent out early. Everyone's getting their copies like a week yes. early. And I was like, yeah. What? Like, I remember on. I, I um, <laughs> got my first class edition, I think, but I only got mine a day or two early. Some people got okay. their shipments like a week early. Like I yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, Just stay I think off Twitter Peeps that day. Yeah. That week. Yeah. Got hers like a week early. I remember one of the, um, one of the members of the Cosmic Canada Observatory uh, community got theirs. I think it was a week early or something. And I was like, no, please, <laughs> dear God, I hope mine comes early. And I think it was a day early and people had already finished so many chapters and then on the cco discord server there was i think like a spoilers channel and people were already talking yeah i got it early about everything and i was like oh my god i gotta stay clear from that yeah we (laughs) we quarantined to people who uh who already played it to a specific channel yeah yeah so that the other (laughs) ones don't get spoiled (laughs) i i I stayed away i stayed away spoilers were everywhere they were everywhere yeah i had to get off twitter because there were spoilers but yeah, same. I, I also had to go almost dark um, mm-hmm. until I could play. Also, funny thing, and this took a lot of discipline. I um, I bought, I I ordered ordered the game 
by my favorite uh, online retailer. But since I didn't really know or didn't have the confidence that it will arrive on time, I also bought it digitally. <laughs> but then it did arrive uh, like three or four four days earlier. But since I wanted yeah. to to do a let's play, uh, record a let's play, and um, also wanted to continuously like upload, I didn't want to start until actual day of release. So I just kept the copy at home, lent it to my to my roommate who played it. Then just waited until day of release when I could play the digital version and then just record. It was my plan. I just <laughs> went through with it. It took uh, uh, a lot of of, of uh, willpower to not mm-hmm. just play I was right say, well away. Well done for the willpower, because I, if I had that yeah. copy of that game three days early, that won't get past yeah. anyone else. Yeah, that but only be because I, I I planned to to record a let's play. Otherwise, I would just uh, shut myself off from from the rest of the world. Just play through a few uh, <laughs> in a few days or something. <laughs> But yeah. See, I played it and then I took breaks because I felt like I didn't want the game to end because that's mm. I kind of get like that Definitely. sometimes where I'm like Understand, I don't yeah. want it to end I and I don't want to be finished, so I just play it and then I will stop playing it for a while. Like I won't I'll take a long break from it because I'm like I have anxiety about finishing it and seeing the end and then knowing that I have to wait so long for the next <laughs> part, you know? So but yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I thought it was incredible. And I was open to receiving it for what it was. And I think that was the mm. uh, key to enjoying it a lot more. Like I never, sure there were things that I wanted that we talked about Viz on the uh, multiple episodes before the game came out. And, you know, but ultimately what we got, I think like you had said, Platinum, that the, I think they did a bang on job. Absolutely. And they did a good job of creating that nostalgic atmosphere and invoking emotion in us as you know players mm. um and also they did a good job of attracting i think new uh players to final fantasy oh, and definitely. Yes. you know the combat system was absolutely amazing um i think it's one of the best to be honest with you in... i i think it's i think it's the best that they've done i think this has been so far. a work in progress yeah. for you got to think like since since the original because even though it was technically turn based it was still a little bit actiony where mm-hmm. you weren't necessarily taking turns people were still fighting when they could fight like you know it wasn't like unless you put it on weight obviously but yeah. yes, on active exactly. it was almost like a battle and i think this is something that they've been working towards and you can see that progression over the course of the game mm-hmm. with give or take a few differences in some of the games like you no know, 10 or um like with 12, but if you've yes. seen some of the main like title release, I think this is what they've been looking to do ever since they've had the ability to be able to yeah. create that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that especially too, with episode intermission, I think that that was their exploration into synergized attacks, like team up attacks mm. um, and also improving aerial combat. And I think that we're going to see more of that in the subsequent parts. I'm hoping. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I, it could be their answer to, you know, the party system, because like we can only have three uh, party members at one time, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I would like to see them, you being able to have like control of maybe three, but the other party members are in the background and you can just still do synergize attacks and maybe mm. they're in the environment with you, but they're auto attacking and you can't control them. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know. I also like the tags tag out system of 10 where you can kind of like tag in and out and then the next person runs up into battle. So 
I don't know. It'll be interesting. But anyway. Yeah, I think we saw, obviously, with a little bit at the end of, obviously, with it, with the remake, is it chapter 17 yeah. when you're down yes. and you're at the PHS system? I think that was yes. basically them sort of trialing that where you're you're basically traversing through an area. You might have to constantly switch parties. That's probably going to be something that we're going to be seeing a little bit more of, I think, in the next part where you're going to have multiple characters that you might be able to sort of switch between the groups. So you might have this group is doing this task and this group is doing this task and you might mm-hmm. need to keep switching between them to do different parts of that. And they did that in a small contained area where they were sort of maybe just trialing that system out. That might be why they developed it and designed it that way because they were maybe just sort of trialing something out to see how a system like that could work. And I agree, intermission was an awesome way for them to look at some of the not the I say some of the flaws that they were looking at, particularly with the aerial combat, because yeah, I think that was one of remakes sort of downfall. Unless you had Barrett or or Aerith in the party, yeah. yeah, it really suffered. You couldn't really do much with them. Um, you got obviously your you know magic attacks that you could use, but that was definitely something that was particularly was it chapter fifteen when you're traversing up the top. Yeah, you got yeah. a lot of flying enemies, and it could become a little bit irritating to try and like get get to them most of the time because you're just sort of sitting there with cloud swinging your sword just trying to get your atb up and then you're able to fire off maybe a a magic spell or something at them but for me i really enjoyed a lot of like the storytelling in the games because that's my bread and butter is i love to sit down and just enjoy a story and i think what they managed to do with that was they really i think they tapped into what makes good character building and they really enabled us to kind of see what the characters are really like. Because in the mm-hmm. original, it's a text box. We kind of have to fill the blanks in. You know, it's, they kind of give us a colouring book. We can see what it is. But in order for us to really get the full picture, we have to kind of fill in the gaps. So when you're seeing the characters, it's not always what they say, but how they say it. And what mm-hmm. their body language is like when they're saying it. Oh, yeah. And for me, that was like when I was playing through this game, it was just so incredible to really get a feel and a sense of the characterizations like my best example is barrett because barrett doesn't like cloud he doesn't trust cloud he doesn't want cloud Mm -hmm. so why is he going on the next mission barrett is going to be like nah nah we can do this we don't need him yeah like and like it totally made sense from a story like perspective for him to be like nah nah you're not on the mission that that's my that's my decision that's final whereas like jesse's like you know, I wish we could have you, but you know, it, it is what it is, unfortunately. And it's yeah, exactly. I, I I liked the fact that it was the story was character driven. Mm-hmm. I I understand the sense of the whispers because they were quite obviously a plot device, um, kind of manifested. So we were forced to get through to you know point A to point B to point C to point D. I can understand like people's uh sort of like uh not negativity towards them but they're kind of because yeah yeah, they were quite essentially a plot device to kind of force a narrative like onto us because we know what the original story is they know what the original story is the characters not necessarily want to get to the next bit on their own they kind of need a nudge so it was sort of like they've kind of created something to necessarily like do that but at the same time i think they did a good job of putting that into the law of Sephiroth of the way Sephiroth yeah, wants exactly. to use the whispers and he is you know using them to try and like get to the planet and all this sort of stuff 
So I kind of liked how they actually like implemented that into the law and the story of that. But I can understand mm-hmm. people's gripes with it a little bit. I think that there's more that we don't know that we're going mm. to be finding out in the subsequent parts that will hopefully answer um, questions that we might have or apprehensions to the mm. story. Which I'm okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> oh, I'm here for the ride. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. So we're moving on here. We are going to be focusing in on trophies and games and how they affect how we play uh, Final Fantasy VII and VII Remake specifically. So, Viz, did you want to start off this? Gladly. So basically, I'm in and out of trophies. It, it really depends on the game if I'm going for them or not, if I want to put in more time or not. If uh... yeah, it also depends on the trophies themselves. If they're just more busy work and I'm not really enjoying doing the busy work, then I just say no, screw it, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, although I did it for Final Fantasy Thirteen because there was one uh, where you had to like equip every piece of equipment at least once in the whole playthrough oh, means you need to get fate. everything oh. and it was like yeah. oh. but I, I, it was a Final Fantasy and I liked playing it and just needed to, to complete it, it was just a, an internal urge just to complete <laughs> the whole thing and 100% it and I did same yes, for nice. 13.2 but it, this, that, that mm-hmm. one wasn't that bad I stopped doing it or trying to get Platinum for Lightning Returns because it also meant to play through um, hard mode, and I had to play through this whole stressful experience again because of the time uh, pressure. Even though, if you know what you're doing, time pressure is not a thing, but it's still stressful to make sure you have enough time and run from A to B and run here, run there, maximum efficiency and whatnot. whatnot. I just thought, no, I if I'm playing it like a, a second or a third time, I want to relax playing through, and yeah. I don't want to plan every step every time to get everything and yeah so i i didn't do it for that but in general if if i like the game and it's uh it's not too much of a hassle to get a platinum trophy i will go for it uh and before trophies were even a thing like the actual playstation trophies uh some games implemented it themselves like 12 and mm-hmm. they had uh, this this trophy cabinet for example when you killed I don't know, 3,000 enemies or something. You got <laughs> a Balthea statue or something. I'm just making it up right now on the fly because I don't remember. Yeah. But there were so many things you could achieve, like uh, de- defeating this specific optional enemy or, uh, I don't know, I, I think also re- um, acquiring certain weapons or something. Just, mm. uh, yeah, just the precursor for PlayStation trophies, basically. But you had the actual uh, figurine trophies in your digital cabinet in the game itself, which was pretty pretty cool and, uh, and neat, I thought. Star Ocean also did a similar thing, but I think mostly for uh, in-battle achievements, like kill uh, so many enemies, use uh, your special ability X times, or uh, mm. use back attack so many times, or you use like a, a combo attack, or what have you. Just all those things you could you could do in battle, but for every single character, and you had like I don't remember six, seven, eight characters, and I remember for which was it? I think Last Hope, the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Um, some some German uh, 
colleague or, or friend I had back, back then, or I had uh, uh, contacts uh, a little bit, uh, he was so frustrated. He was a real trophy hunter. He just powered <laughs> through it. But it was such such a, a pain to, to get all the in-battle trophies for, or achievements for each one of the, the playable characters. Yeah, I think it's, it took him o- way over two hundred hours for everything, and wow, was just wow. uh, yeah. It's it's just just busy work. This is something I just say no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a line that. to be drawn sometimes yes. <laughs> with how much grind. Yes, with, for sure. I mean, if you really love the game and you're going to play it, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, there is a line of like general grind that I'll do in terms of attaining a yeah. trophy. Yeah, there, there's one in, in the original Final Fantasy Zen which is not too much of a problem but can become a grind if you don't know how to achieve it. And that's the Gillionaire um, trophy. I think it's called mm-hmm. a bit differently, but you have to basically uh, amass 100 million gil. I don't think you have so many, so much. Do you have to have uh, so much on your yeah. uh, account at once? Yeah, you or do. Or spent? You're, okay. No, okay. it's, um, it's uh, at, at that particular time. So you have to okay. have it at, yeah, you have to. You need to it. see it in your menu. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I see. I see. I didn't remember if if it was that or because other other um games do it differently that you had to, like, uh, gain so ma- so many uh pieces of um currency in through through uh throughout the game. You did, didn't have, have had to like have it on your account in your pocket, but <laughs> in how your much wallet. you you gain throughout your playthrough. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, here, I'm, yeah. Fairly, I'm fairly certain it's it's like that. I'm, I'm obviously it was only September last year that I got the platinum <laughs> for it, so I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure that it was you had to have it in your inventory. So. It, it could be. Map. It could be. Yeah, I, I think it was like that. I, it, for me, um, it's over five years now because I played when it came out in 2015. Yeah. Yes, yes, 2015. But yeah. But if if you know how to level up material quickly and to sell all material all the time, then it's it's not too much of a hassle. Mm. I think I did the money uh, exploit thing. Isn't there a bug that allows you to just like? I don't remember. I don't think they patched that out. I remember I did that in the PS4 version. Oh, could be, could be. We needed that trick. I'm a cheater. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember leveling up like uh, six or seven uh, pieces of all material all the time, and, and uh, yeah, and then <laughs> That's selling. That's what I was it. doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just did. I had a night of just doing the grind. I listened yeah. to a few podcasts, mm-hmm. and I was just running around fighting magic pots and just getting tons. Yeah, of tons yeah. exactly. Magic pots. Yeah, magic I had. Pots. I had my setup because I was I was getting the master material the hard way. Yes. by defeating the weapon, I was like, I'm going to do this yes. the hard way. So level yes, up all of yes, that, same. and then I just had a whole bunch of all material. Obviously, every yep. time it masters, you get a new one, so you just re-equip mm-hmm. the new one, yep. and then rinse and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I see we have all similar experiences here. <laughs> yeah. That one is, a, that is probably the, the most grindiest one that you've got in, in, the, yeah. in the original anyway. Yes, in the original, definitely. But it wasn't too bad because if you know uh, what, how to do it and if you know how, how to exploit the, the W item trick for getting 99 yes. elixirs and then yeah. um, bribing the, the magic pots all the time, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Um, turning... What was was it stealing from Tombury or morphing it? I think I think it was stealing from Tombury to get an elixir. Master Tombury mm. down there. I don't there. remember. 
I think oh. uh, you, you could get it. I think by by killing it and stealing from it. I think if you morph it, it morphs into a ribbon. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. But at mm. least you didn't have to leave the area. It's, it's all, all the enemies no. are in the same area. Also the movers, which also give a l- tons of AP. But they yeah, don't they do. appear as much. Yeah. But contrary to that, it, it, there is one game where I did more than required for the Platinum Trophy. And this is Detroit Become Human. Uh, do you, have you guys played it? Did they... No. I have yet, briefly. I, it's one that I want to get back to because I... I... I love those really games. Good. I played Heavy Rain and I played yes. mm-hmm. Two Souls, even Fahrenheit when it was back on PS2. Oh, okay, I, that's what I, I, I like the, the I like the game series. I like the mechanic of the sort of decision making. Mm-hmm. And Detroit, it's always been on my my list. And I've got maybe a few chapters in, and then I kind of put it down and haven't gone back yet. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, in my opinion, it's it's the one with with the most um, outcomes that that are possible. There are so many mm. different uh, paths and and endpoints in the story. That's it's really interesting and uh, and also rewarding to play through it all the time and and over and over again. And I think for the platinum trophy, you only need to um, was it like ninety percent of all the nodes or all the the, the important nodes of, of this the story grid. The, the choices grid, hmm. uh, the paths. But since I'm completionist, I wanted to see every yeah. single thing, yeah. every single note. <laughs> Although by the end, I think I missed like two or three because for hmm. for one, I had to, or for two, I had uh, which were like, like right next to each other. I had to play through the whole thing and do some specific things to get this one. And I just, I, I've seen it by then. I just didn't want to play the whole thing again. And then uh, another one, I just didn't know how to get. It just didn't pop. It, uh, I didn't get it. I, don't, I didn't really mm-hmm. know what specific choice I need to make. I, I think it was it at at this uh, in a certain chapter where it, where it's not about what uh, answers you choose, but uh, what actions you take. Like, if do you go left? Do you go right? Do you attack? Do you are you uh, like hiding or something like that? It's more about actions, and there's there are so many uh, instances where you can uh, try something else, do something else that uh, certain people end up differently, or the, or NPCs that are around you. And I I just wasn't able to find the specific point to where it diverges. So hmm. I I think I missed three nodes. But at, then, then my holiday or my vacation was over. I thought, okay, now it's 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 done. It's gone. Um, I'm just <laughs> leaving at that. It's fine. I got the platinum anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice one to have, definitely. Yeah, I like those games that obviously with the platinum, it kind of entices you to experience the whole game and just give it a yes. little bit of a little bit of a nudge. To go, oh, go on, just just see a little bit more. Like do this bit. Because... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I I play games and there are trophies like and it's like oh my god that was a really fun way to like do the game or I did Mafia quite recently mm-hmm. and it asked you to play classic difficulty and if oh. I was to play that quite casually I probably wouldn't touch it but you know what like classic mode was just it was a, like it was joyful to play and I really liked that mode and I was like I had that experience because the platinum like the trophy asked me to do it and I enjoyed getting that little bit more out of it. It's nice when games do that. Yeah, that's that's definitely a um, really good way to implementing uh, trophies or achievements if you're an Xbox player. Um, or I think on Steam they're also called achievements. Um, 
Because usually it's, uh, in my opinion, trophies shouldn't just be there to say, hey, I beat the game or hey, I uh, like killed a thousand enemies or something like that. It should also say, hey, I did this side path. I, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I experienced also this part, which uh, many people probably won't. Or uh, going back to, to Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, getting all nine dresses. This is just something that most people probably wouldn't do. Because you have to uh, replay uh, certain parts again to get different dresses for Aerith, different dresses for Tifa, and uh, the, the ones for Cloud, fortunately, are within Chapter 9, so uh, you can just uh, reload. Can you? No, I th- no, you have to replay the whole you chapter. You have to replay yeah. Yeah, Chapter replay, 9. You have to replay Chapter 9. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm the whole get, robo hands. You want That's... me to get into it? You want me to get into it? Because I finished my hard playthrough and I checked that log and I was like, Oh my god, I have so much left to do. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so let's okay, I just dove in right ag- like right away again. And I was like, okay, chapter nine, let's go. And then uh I realized like I have to replay chapter nine beginning yes. to end. Yes. Everything like, like three also more times. Hell House. <laughs> and I have to play hell I have to beat a hell house like another two times to get yeah. all of Cloud's um, yes. <laughs> manuscripts. Yeah. So I don't have all of his uh skills. Did you get like the same dress weapon, twice then? Um, upgrades. Did you get the same dress twice? Did you do the same side missions I in chapter I did nine? my hard playthrough again, yeah, and I got the same dress same as dress, what I got yeah. before, but I answered it if the question differently. Mm. It doesn't. Anyway, I didn't bother to look up yeah, the guide yeah. to see what it was, but I should have done that, but I didn't, and I ended up with the same dress as my first oh, playthrough. Yeah, I th- Whatever. the thing is, thing is um, you, you probably didn't... Uh, which, which one did you get? The blue one or the, uh, yes. the one? Okay. Yeah. That yeah, then you didn't purple Chocobo Sam missions. Slash. Yeah, Chocobo Sam. Yeah, it, then then you didn't uh, answer enough in favor of Madame M. It seems. <laughs> yeah, you have well, to favor Aerith and Madame M. Thanks to get for that. Have yeah. Well, I am not doing it yet. I'm gonna take it. I took a break. I'm moving on to something else. That's fair. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the the trophies too, and I'm like, I have to for the platinum. I have to get all the other trophies, and I'm yeah. like, okay. I'm not doing this right now because it <laughs> took me back. Like I loaded chapter nine. I'm like, I'll just do it right away. It'll be quick. And then like I saw where chapter nine will like starts. Right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. do I have to? Yes. Do all of chapter nine again? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And then I was like, I am so done. So then I started playing through intermission on hard um, right after that. Cause I was like, whatever, it's only two chapters. So like uh, I'll just play it's through much that quicker, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and do the uh, the battle sim um, on hard mode. So I just finished that I think on Friday, but there's no platinum trophy for intermission. I don't think no, no, not platinum, not. but just uh, normal DLC trophies. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I almost have everything. I actually didn't assess any enemies. It says zero of forty two or forty eight enemies. <laughs> I'm like, what? But it takes up a slot, right? I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> use well, that. Assess material anyway. is quite key for hard mode, I, I find. That's my big tip, is make sure you've got bosses at least assessed. So when yeah. you go back to them on hard, because they, they, they have some surprises when you play them on hard mode, and it's good to yeah, know some weaknesses to, to exploit. Yeah. yeah, I did not do that. But yeah, I love trophies in games. I think it's great to have the option if you're a completionist and you love a game and you want to spend you know the time into like getting you know all the trophies that's absolutely awesome i for me like i'm not specifically a trophy hunter i do it for games that i love that i really want to sink the time and effort into completing it 
but I do um, have an issue with trophies that kind of uh, make you, I don't know, like they're very, very, very difficult to get. I understand that they're rare, but it's just, I don't know how much it's going to encourage me to get that uh, platinum because I need to look at, you know, the time and effort it's going to take me to get it and put into it. And for me, it might not be worth the time and effort or heartache and stress or whatever you want to call it, right? Like yeah. it depends on the game. It depends on what that platinum is. And for me, for remake, it's probably I'm going to, I'm going to wait a little bit longer because it is annoying. And I do appreciate having the chapter select, but I feel like it's, it, they could have broken the chapter down further into even like sub chapters or something where you can just load into like a specific part of the chapter um yeah, especially so just, chapter nine yeah yeah off, like, off so the i can house just get those dresses a good point yeah <laughs> yeah like i can just get the dresses i want and then i'm okay i save and then i go back to you know whatever chapter i want to do next and then you do a sub chapter or fast forward maybe you can fast forward through the chapter i don't know how they would do that obviously but um, um, I, I, I could see uh, that you don't have to finish the whole chapter, but at least finish uh, um, a section, like those sections you see in, in the story summary in the menu. And that you could, yeah, could also jump to, to one specific yeah. point there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It would have been a Maybe. bit more quality of life. <laughs> um, I've gotten quite a few Platinums over the years. Um, I think 13 and 13.2, I did those. Hmm. Which was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have I... 13, so well done both of you for getting that one. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Never again. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And also, can we just not go back to like unlocking um like ultimate weapons by having to dodge like lightning strikes oh, or something come on, 200 like, times? No. Because <laughs> Oh come on, that was no. fun. Uh, no, you know, if, if you know where, which corner where I don't have to run around, just press oh X when the, when the room lights up. Yeah. yeah, that's what I did. I had I had the room in dark. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. Like uh, imagine going through. I don't know if you guys have done this for like Souls games, but like I have PTSD just trying to like finish Souls games, let alone going back through mm-hmm. and being like, I'm gonna platinum Dark Souls three. Like no. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I barely got through it just by default. Like I'm, I'm not doing it, but uh, props to people that do. That's oh, all yeah. I have to say. And yes. that's why it's so big and shiny on your profile, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a badge of honor. Like, you know, yes, yes dark exactly. <laughs> Bragging <are> flexing. <laughs> all right, Platinum. So tell us how uh, trophies have affected how you play games. I think it was uh, about halfway through hard mode or with the remake. That was, I think that was the realization that I was making a decision of I'm going to go for this platinum because before that platinums were kind of reserved for Lego games and telltale games. Like I think I had like five or six and that was like, that was my platinum history of before that moment. I be, I remember beating hell house on hard. Actually the kids, uh, the kids were asleep. So I had one, I had one on my shoulder and the other one was asleep on the sofa and I managed to get the game on and I was like, right, I'm going to beat Hell House on hard mode. And I did it with two children asleep in the same room. So I think that deserves. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I think they okay. woke up pretty soon afterwards and uh, I needed to I was to, about like, to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I needed to like save and just like be like done with it. I think it took me like three, 
three or four attempts, I think, to get past it. Um, but did you same, wake them up from your sheer excitement of yes, beating Hell House? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> That's a, I was very excited. You're winning screams, screams of yeah. victory. <laughs> I always found Platinums very unattainable. I just always have. I'd, I'd always look because I'm quite a completionist like you, Viz. I like... Mm. I like to go into a game and I like to find everything and I like to do all the side mm-hmm. quests and I, I can't turn that stuff down. I have to do it all. And I like yeah. games that enable me to do that. And I, I've gone through the PS4 generation without really thinking that it was possible to even like get Platinums. I thought they were like, you know, for like elite players that <laughs> can really do the hard stuff, right? But I was doing Remake and I was getting through hard mode and I looked at the list and I was like, I've done most of this. There's only a few things left that I need to do. Let's finish up hard mode and let's see how this goes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, was, I, did, I did hard mode and I found out about like the secret boss because you, um, you get to go into the, the thing in Shinra in, in uh, chapter 17. Is it? Yeah, yeah 17. Mm-hmm. You exactly. go in there and you get like the extra bosses. And I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> I managed to do the monsters first time, like with the Marlboro boss at the yes. end. Mm. And you get bad breath. I was like, right, get that. Because mm-hmm. I know that's a trophy to get bad breath. I was like, okay, we've got to get, you know, the, the enemy skills. Um, and I think really what cemented it was the determination to defeat Pride and Joy. Because mm. I wanted to beat him because it was a challenge in the game that I actually really liked. And I was like, no, this is a secret boss. I can do this. I'm going to win this fight. And I was determined. But having that trophy kind of just dangling there at the end of it going, well, you're going to get this when you finish it. You're going to get a reward for beating this guy. And I'm like, okay, determination started to set in. (laughs) And I was like, you know, it took me a long time to beat him. A lot more longer than what he did Hell House. Uh, He, it wasn't even the, I think when I got to the Pride and Joy, I beat him first time. It was getting Same, yeah. to him. That was the problem. Yeah. Stupid Bahamut. Leviathan's an ass, And Bahamut's even worse. Like, I'd get maybe barely past Leviathan and then Bahamut would get in there and he would just kill me. And I was just going, oh, I need to just like, need to think about strategy. So I, I did look up a few people's uh, like strategy. Some mm-hmm. of them were like these stupid, like, stupid speed runs. Like, here's how yeah. to do it in like three <laughs> minutes. I'm like, no, can I have a real person's guide here? Like, you know, <laughs> can I have somebody that is, you know, a real person yeah, telling me how exactly. to play this? It's like pride and joy, zero damage. And I'm yeah, like, exactly. I don't, I don't need to know this. What? It's good. Well done. I'm proud of you. Well, there's something wrong with me then, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I've replayed it so many times. Like zero damage. Okay. Oh, but um, I did, I, I mean, I managed, I managed to get it. And just the, like, the, the elation, the relief of doing that challenge mm-hmm. was just, oof. and then it was kind of like, well, I've only got a few things to do for the platinum now. I may as well just get the rest of yeah. these tro- trophies. I think it was the dresses. I think the last trophy I needed was Biker Boy. I mm. think that was the one that I needed to get last. Um, and that, that took me a few goes, although I'm pretty good at it now. Like, I got the trophy on my first go, like, playing Integrate. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, I've got this. Boom, trophy on my first, <laughs> on my first <laughs> ride. But, like, yeah, playing it, I was like, oh, God, like, this is really hard, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, but, yeah, th- I think that was the moment. And that was, again, like, going back to one of your earlier questions of, like, how the remake, like, changed my life. Like, this gave me the confidence 
to kind of look at trophy lists and think that I can I can get these like I can do this and I actually like from from off the remake I then was like okay like what game do I play next funnily enough it was another Telltale game <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'll start easy we'll play Telltale game nice. I had Batman because uh, I, I, oh, okay. I did the first Telltale Batman and then I played the second one the enemy within wicked story I love the i love any batman game really love those i do have plans to platinum one this year it's on my it's on my bucket list for this year today um but i love the telltale ones it was a really really great story like to go through and then i looked back at some of my old games that i'd done very well in that i'd got a lot of the trophies already so i went through my list and i was like okay i'm pretty close to i think it was modern warfare 2 for the ps3 and i was like okay i need like a few trophies I need to get the collectibles. I need to do the, uh, the the tutorial run in a certain time. So I need to get that. And I think it was another miscellaneous combat trophy. So I was like, right, set it on very easy. We're going to do a collectibles run. We're going to do the time trial at the start. And then we can get this trophy by the sounds of it at the end of the game. So it was just an easy mode run I did through the game. And I managed to get the platinum for it. And I was like, well, that wasn't too bad. Like... <laughs> I'd already done veteran mode. Like that was my gaming style back, you know, back then. It was like, I had the time to play veteran mode, like, you know, and to get all the um, the medals and that, and, you know, online completion or whatever it was like to do. I played that game to death back then. But then I looked back and I was just looking at games that I could just go back and platinum. And that's kind of how it sort of snowballs. <clears throat> so I just looked back at some of my, my backlog. Mm-hmm. And that was that. But I got the PS5 uh january and that's where it just it just escalated like i was just busting up platinums from that point on i did 20 platinums last year that was my target so i managed Ooh. to kind of like a, a few probably about half of them were games i went back so i went back to platinum like you know spider-man kingdom hearts <laughs> 3 like nice. amazing games that were like do you know what i want to play these games on ps5 because they run brilliantly they're awesome games and I want to get the platinum on them, so let's play them again and let's just do that. Kingdom Hearts Three is fun because it's just a collectibles grind. That's <laughs> that is uh... fair. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some some of those some of those are a little bit um, a little bit challenging, but it's it's it's, it's an amazingly fun game. Like to go through. Spider Man's always great. Um, yeah. You know, Resident Evil Two Remake, one of my favorite games of all time. Like was just I had a couple of trophies. I literally had like two trophies to get. I was like, how did I not just get the platinum for this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I went back and I just got like a few. And then I started like hitting up new games. This is where like my, my journey started coming in. So I had ideas for the YouTube channel. Probably I started looking at some channels probably around this sort of time, sort of in January, February. I was looking at what platinum journeys were like on YouTube and what that looked like. And I was like, yeah, I could do this. And it sort of snowballed. And I got the idea for the channel. I started getting a few bits of equipment, started getting my setup like ready. I did a trial with Ratchet and Clank, like the 2016. I sort of recorded my playthrough. I got a few things put together, but it never really like came to anything. I didn't actually do a proper video on it, but I just, I wanted to get a sense of how I could do it and get a few bits put together. And then I did, I did Marvel's Avengers. Ooh. Um, Hmm. That was. Uh, have you played Marvel's Avengers? 
Nope, I, I didn't. I just watched uh, trailers and stuff and heard the news about it. The story's good. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it that. Like the, the story's good. If you go play it, I recommend stick to story mode and like go through it. And particularly like yeah. a lot of the DLC. And I think I, I said it like in my in my, my my journey video that this is the type of game that over time I think will appre- will get more appreciation. I think mm-hmm. at launch it got a lot of negativity and it's sort of lingering, but I think there is there's room to go back and play it now because they've had a lot of DLC added into it. You've got Spider-Man in the game now, so he's always fun. Um, <laughs> I do recommend the story mode. I think it's a good story to go through. But the Platinum, I'm not a massive like fan of the Platinum for one trophy <laughs> specifically, which again kind of builds into just needless grind for no yeah, real reason yeah. that doesn't provide anything extra in the game. And it was the yeah. gauntlets. It was the hives. You have mm. to do 50 hives and they take 20 to 30 minutes each one. Oh, yeah. So you just, oh. It's like, let's not make this enjoyable. Let's yeah. just make it as like punishing as possible. I know. You know, which is unfortunate because Stretch it could be an play enjoyable time. That's experience. all it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Stretching out the play time. The I, yeah. I think the idea behind it, obviously with, with Marvels, it was very much a uh, like a live service game. You play it with your friends, yeah. you know. But the problem with the trophy, from what I understand, it doesn't count your run if you are not the host of that particular oh. hive. So I played oh, mine offline lame. so I could make sure that I get the trophy in the most efficient time as possible because people were posting, I have done this hive more than 50 times. Why hasn't the trophy popped? And then people were posting, like, if you're online it won't pop because it won't count if you're not the host. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. okay, that's a good tip to remember if you're going for the platinum. <laughs> just mm-hmm. gut it out and do it yourself. So I was just listening to music, you know. Nice. <laughs> and just going, <laughs> just going on runs just over and over and over again. Um, but that was probably my, I reckon my, like my grind is. Everything else has been an absolute joy to play through. I've played some fantastic, fantastic titles that I just... I wouldn't normally play either. Like I delved into like Mafia, like I mentioned earlier. Wouldn't mm. normally play a game like that. Um, but it came up on PlayStation Now. I have that service. So I gave it a whirl. I liked it. Looked at the list. Yeah, I could do this. Great. Let's go. Let's do the Platinum. Because there are games that I play that I just don't, I don't worry about it. And I play it for fun. Yes. But yes, there are exactly. games that I get into and I, I love it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go for this, this just trophy list. This is a fun game. I like playing it. This is going to be good. And it's for me, it's a great sense of achievement. I really, for a completionist, and again, I think Biz, like mm-hmm. you said, like it, you, you find something like that, you kind of just want to do it all anyway. And the trophies are just a really lovely reward and just a little, you know, a little nudge just to kind of go, here, go, go over here and, and do this thing or go and see if you can collect yeah. all this thing, see what you find. Um, I really love that, like in, in trophy lists. And, you know, I've, I've been having an absolute blast. And I think, you know, trophies now I'm putting into platinum, particularly some of the big games, have become a lot more accessible now. Mm-hmm. I don't think they look as intimidating as they once were. You know, you look at a game like Ghosts, uh, Ghost of Tsushima that you're about to play, you'll go for the trophy list, you'll like, okay, you'll probably do them just by 100% in the game, just, just by, by playing, play- yeah. just playing the game. Mm-hmm. There's probably a few battle ones that I would definitely look out for. Um, one specifically, and it's not much of a spoiler, but you have to kill someone by knocking them off a ledge. Oh, 
Okay. So there is a trophy for doing basically full damage on someone. So just if you hmm. find an opportunity, try and boot them off a ledge. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Perfect. All right. That's, yeah, yeah. If it, that's probably Noted. the only the only trophy to probably really kind of like keep an eye out is 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 that one. And I I, I found somewhere and I just kept doing like a, a shoulder tackle. So I was just running mm-hmm. and shoulder tackling, knocking them off the edge. And it didn't kill them. So the guy climbed back up again to come and attack me. And I shoved him off again. And then he died. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, you know, I am. Um... Yeah, like I said, like I platinum the remake. I did the original as a big birthday treat. It came on PlayStation now for, for September. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I can time this platinum for my birthday. And I did. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a that was a that was a, a night up and. The thing with it as well is that I've, as a kid, I never beat the weapons. I never beat them. Oh, interesting. As, 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 a, as an adolescent, I got to those and I was just like, yeah, I'm, I just don't think I'm intelligent enough to take these down. I, I'm just not good enough. I didn't know where the grind spots were. I mean, this is before the internet. You know, this Fair is enough, before, yeah. I mean, I, I had the strategy guide, but it doesn't tell you here are all the best grind spots. Like, you know, <laughs> just tells you how to finish the game. But, um... I uh I was I was determined I was gonna do them and I didn't use any of the cheats. I didn't want to cheese it. I wanted to go in mm-hmm. there with a strategy, with a loadout, and just do it. And yeah, they're quite easy once you know how to do mime counter, like night <laughs> yeah. of the round on MP plus with uh you know yeah. Phoenix on on a on a um final attack. It's yeah. quite <laughs> it's not too bad really. Uh, but I was very pleased with doing that challenge. It was a really nice way to kind of cap off that platinum. Was that was it was Ruby Weapon was the one that I saved until my last my last trophy. Um, it was quite an interesting story because I didn't actually capture any of the game. This was just something that I was just doing for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on doing a video, and I because I was playing the game on times free. I was just whizzing through the game like I did it in like twenty hours. Like I just did the platinum. It was just like boom, 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 done, and. I was just like, no, I, I need, I, I need to, I need to do something about this. Like, I need to do a video on this game. Like, I can't let this go by. So I was like, okay, let's play the game again. So I played the game again for the capture. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go all the way back again and do trophy capture for everything. And sad point was, best bromance. You remember best bromance trophy? Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I tried to do that without a guide, and I it didn't work. Oh. <laughs> so I tried to make all the same decisions as last time, and I got Aerith again. <laughs> so I had to try and make shift capture just based on just choosing dialogue and just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep mm-hmm. on this dialogue, you'll you'll end up with Barrett. And yeah, I I I, I did it the second time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for me, like trophies are just a wonderful experience. I think from start to finish, I really, I really like to sit back. And I think as a as a dad, like if I just speak to like the, the fathers or parents that might be listening, you know, you know this this sort of stuff, it's not out the realms of possibilities. Like you know, like gaming should be and always should be about enjoyment and about that. But if you are a bit of a you know a bit of a collector and you are one hundred percent and you want to you know get some platinum trophies, they are obtainable mm-hmm. for us to get now, and it's. You know, it's nice to sort of see that we can kind of do them at our own pace and we can kind of play games we love. And it doesn't necessarily always ask you to do the most ridiculous things, you know. And hopefully the channel can actually kind of inspire people to kind of like go out there and, yeah. you know, look look to try and get these. Because 
they they really do provide some lovely experiences you know hard mode could be very daunting for some people but you know what hard mode is a different playthrough in the remake it makes you think about your tactics it it almost mm-hmm, provides yeah. you with a, a very different experience it's not just the same game but more difficult you have to really think tactically because you can't use your items. You have to manage your MP. Yeah, you true. have to think about your strategy. You have to mm-hmm. manage everything very carefully from chapter to chapter, you know, getting from bench to bench. You know, it feels more like a Souls game like that where you have to kind of, you know, try and keep yourself alive uh, mm-hmm. through, through the wave of enemies that you're going to face along the way. So it's a, it's a, for that to be a trophy and for that to be a game mode, I really appreciated it. I thought that gave longevity in the game. The trophy list to play that, you know, it allows you to have that experience start to go through it. I mean, yeah, some people don't not always like the hard modes and that's fine. You know, don't play them. But I think if you were to do that, it's a great experience to do, certainly. Oh, for sure. Also the experience in a certain boss battles because they mm. play out quite differently. Mm-hmm. Keyword oh. Hellhouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The guard scorpion dummy. It got that guard the scorpion it dummy again with the tail laser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hits it twice <laughs> in hard mode. Yes. He dummy exactly. over and over again. I had to go out and just get revive material again because I only had one. Yep. So I had to go out, go to a shop, buy revive, then come back, and then I could <laughs> uh <laughs> Yep. That's what I had to do on intermission because I had one. And it wasn't fully leveled up. And then I was like, well, I should probably buy another one. But then it was level one. So it doesn't obviously bring them back with full HP. So yeah, that's it a was a challenge. It was a challenge. And also my elemental material wasn't fully leveled either on episode intermission because it was so short. So like mm. that means that I would have to grind a lot more for it to be fully leveled up than, you know, in um, integrade. So when I went back on hard mode to do that, I... I actually ended up beating it on hard and did the the battle sim on hard as well without having a three star elemental or um, magnify or whatever, which is pretty crazy. But I do appreciate the hard playthrough because it allows you to go back and, you know, you get more AP and it does cause you to think more strategically about, uh, you know, your choices in battle. And to get the manuscripts to be able to upgrade your weapons. So it does, there's incentive there. Mm. Absolutely. And yeah. like you had said, to get the trophies as well, you need to. So I, I like that because it kind of gives you uh, more, I don't know, like you, you might want to go back and play through it again. You know what I mean? It encourages you to do that. And it kind of, it, it's more inviting, especially too with the chapter select. Obviously it could be improved like we had talked about, but. I like games like that. They they invite you back in and it's more accessible to you on multiple playthroughs. And if you choose not to, then that's fine. You know what I mean? Like you're not missing out really on that much if you don't uh, choose to go back and play through it again. But if you do, then you're rewarded for that. And I do like that. So the replayability of Intergrade and Intermission uh, for me was uh, appreciated. Oh, for sure, yeah. And it also helps that you can uh, start again with all your equipment, your current yeah, progress. exactly. And you can just mm-hmm. go all out from the beginning. That's just really fun to play around with all of it in the, in the yeah. first few chapters where you had basically nothing in the first mm-hmm. playthrough. 
also, since the story is uh, not quite clear what actually happens and stuff, then it's great to go back and play yes. through it again and then see mm -hmm. everything from a different angle. So it also helps with the story. So it's multifold. Yeah, when, when you replay because the story isn't uh, as clear as uh, other games, you have to think about it and there's so much, so much subtext that when you play through it again, you get so much context for the first few chapters with the knowledge of where it leads to mm -hmm. that it also helps you understand the story a little bit better. So the advantages are manifold for uh, hard mode, in my opinion. Absolutely. Mm, I totally agree. Yeah. There are things that I missed on my first playthrough, especially like narratively and just, yeah. you know, watching the characters and their mannerisms and mm -hmm. like their uh, emotions, how they emote, like, do you know what yes. I mean? And just the way they say things. I'm like, okay, all right. Now I get it because we've talked about it so much on the podcast. We've talked together also with other people on yep. the internet and our friends and whatever. And there's, you know, we watched videos on YouTube about theories and whatever about the story. And now coming back to it again, it's like, okay, now I, I'm seeing these little things, you know? um that i missed because the first playthrough you're like there's a lot there's a lot going on right like you have nothing you're starting from nothing you're focused maybe on different things at the time and not necessarily the story or the cutscenes or whatever mm. and i had subtitles on so i was reading the subtitles which was annoying because i should just look at the characters and they're speaking english so why do i have english <laughs> subtitles plus um you know what i mean like why do i do that <laughs> yeah. i like but having then I'm missing so on. much <laughs> yeah i like them too but i i find that i have to force myself to watch the characters faces because i'm reading the subtitles yeah, instead same. of looking at what's happening in the in the scene so yeah on, on the other hand if you kind of miss uh, a word or if uh mm -hmm. you're in gameplay and characters are a little bit farther away and don't you don't quite hear them. Yeah, you can see, uh, still read. For example, in Guardians of the Galaxy, happened a few times, mm -hmm. and I was glad I had them. I had okay. them uh, activated. All right. So moving on here, we're just going to break down the Final Fantasy VII OG trophies compared to Final Fantasy VII remake trophies. So Viz, you did an awesome job doing this um, <laughs> on our doc here. So did you want to just go through them? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I just uh, what looked through the trophies again because. Um, I don't know them all by heart, but I, I think the original trophies are original games trophies are pretty uh, well balanced. So you have from all aspects a few. You have um, some you can easy easily get on the way, like your first battle, mm -hmm. your first limit break, your first uh, summon, and stuff like that. Then you have some for completionists, like uh, getting level four limit breaks for everyone. Like for every mm -hmm. single character, there's one trophy for getting level four limit break. Then some of the best summons, like bah Bahamut Zero, you get uh, Leviathan. It's not the best, but it's it's a, a special one. You have to 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 do. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Yuffie si complete Yuffie side quest in the pagoda. If I remember, remember correctly. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's when you finish off the uh, yeah the yeah mm -hmm. like the Wu Tai sort of side side plot. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, ba it's basically a reward for um, seeing all the uh, the complete Wu Tai side quest side story mm. which is pretty uh, pretty good that they tied it to uh, to a trophy and uh, knights of the run of course and wasn't there i, I no i think the, it's only those those three Bahamut, Bahamut you get bahama zero. there's one for bahamut one for bahamut zero uh, oh Leviathan. normal bahamut as well too, yeah too. yeah not for neo bahamut unfortunately you get one nope. for bahamut but yeah yep. you get one there but, i mean technically it's missable as well like they're missable trophies you it can is. Can't technically go past those. It's like uh, Ifrit and Rama 
and Oramu, and I think a few a few others. Uh, quite a few missable, unfortunately. So there's quite a fair few of them actually missable, isn't it? Like because yeah. I tried to again, I was doing the master summon hard way by leveling them all up, and mm. I had to make sure that because Alexander is a pain. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well. It's a pain because if you run around too much on the glacier, then you just uh, break uh, break down. You have to uh, mm. run in from Holtzoff's cabin again. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's 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 horrendous. That's the main thing. And of course, after a few playthroughs, you you know a little bit your way around this place, but it's still hard to remember everything. And yeah. the map is not as accurate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The actual motions aren't that hard. You just need to touch the, the hot spring and then talk to the lady in, in the, mm. the cave, then beat her and get Alexander. But I think she's in a cave which you only get when you approach this part in a certain way. Certain like way. From bef- I know. From, yeah. If, yeah. You get, if, you, if you enter <laughs> from above, you don't go, get through there. There's also uh, another blue materia which is only obtainable when you uh, run through, through the, the, the path towards... Um, the mountain up uphill but downhill you don't get it or the other way around it's so weird it's such a strange place in the original it's like uh, the, the thing with the original is like sometimes these things are like how are you meant to know this without a guide i don't understand. yeah no, exactly nothing, nothing explicitly tells you oh yeah there's a thing over there if you do this little <laughs> side quest bit it's like you just go you want to get out of there right you're like mm. where's this thing where's the exit get me get me out of here because you know i'm done with this <laughs> yeah that as well yeah, yeah true true yeah, so, um, but if you're not a completionist, but still want to get uh, out of your way to do things differently, um, so I can play through, like uh, that Corneo chooses Cloud as a separate trophy, mm-hmm. as you mentioned before, Barrett's Date, like the uh, best bromance. It's also getting out of your way. It's just through the normal playthrough, but just doing different things, um, choosing different dialogue. Um, mm-hmm. Options, what I have here. It's uh... yeah, the best bromance is difficult. Like unless you know. Oh yeah, that as well. <laughs> it's yeah. I I believe like if you were a newcomer, I wouldn't be recommending like to go through because it just feels such a janky way to play it. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. want people to obviously because the, the 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 canon stories is Arif. Like that's the date that you kind of go on. That's the one the yeah. game pushes you towards. Yeah, because she has the the most points from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got the most points at the beginning, whereas Barrett's got zero. You have to really fight to get him. So yes, like <laughs> even Yuffie has ten. <laughs> yeah, even Yuffie has a few points in there. Like you know, you may you may get her instead. But um, yeah, yeah, it's one of those ones where like I wouldn't be suggesting for a newcomer. It'd be like no, you'd probably if you were familiar with the game and you knew it, mm. go for the trophy. Yeah, so it's definitely for a second playthrough to yeah. to see something different for sure. Like uh, getting Cloud uh, being chosen as Corneo's bride because there you also have to do a lot. And I think it's certain things are also a little bit randomized, like which makeup you get is random. I don't, yeah. I don't though. I don't think it's it's it also it counts towards it. There's there's mm-hmm. an extreme detailed explanation on game f- uh, FAQs uh, mm-hmm. w- which part uh, is uh, counts towards how much and. Mm. All the combinations that are, po- uh, that are possible, and it's um, it's compl- more complicated than you think. I feel like your your odds increase. It's like a percentage. Your odds increase. Yeah, with everything I think so, that yeah. you get. So yeah. if you start getting the best stuff, it increases your odds. But there's still a very slim chance he doesn't pick you, even if you get. Could be. The, yeah. 
the top like if you get everything done you follow it perfectly so in my journey i say like do a save right before you mm. go over like do everything that you can do a save then go because if he doesn't choose you just reload and try again yeah he'll probably choose you but it's a very probably, slim yeah. chance that he might not yeah exactly whereas in remake it's just always cloud which uh was mm. a bit of a bummer but yeah it, i think it made sense because they they'd had to like create completely different scenarios there I like it. I think it's funny that he chooses him, though. I think that's just for the canon yeah. story. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it also works because then uh, Aerith and Tifa have, have time to bond over. Yeah. Uh, bond over each other. It's, it's, I, th- I thought it cute. Uh, that's that's pre- pretty cute that um, they had time to like f- fight together, beat up the baddies, and uh, it was nice. And, and Cloud is also um, like le- less... I don't really like that word, but uh, it's less problematic in in a, in a contextual sense, um, in, a, in a cultural sense, a little bit. Um, mm. Or I, I I don't remember the, the exact word, but because uh, he's a guy who can easily just uh, yeah, as mm. you saw, uh, kick Corneo. Tifa could do this as well, <laughs> but it's just the undertone is a little bit shaky in today's climate. Okay, that's probably why they chose Cloud because it's uh, the, the least right produces the least issue probably. And also for story reasons, because Aerith and, and Tifa needed that um, that bonding, and it started mm-hmm. in uh, in in the um, the dungeon, yeah. then in in the side room, and then it continued in the sewers. Which, from story perspective, makes complete sense, I think. Yeah, the characters definitely need to do that. So that's a yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, and it also needs needs a lot more work to create different scenarios because there's some more voice acting more motion capturing more uh yeah the, the events that the programming of all the events and making sure that everything works mm. uh, from a technical perspective so it's it, it probably was also a little bit uh, of that in there because it's easier to just go for one option and be done with it but anyway with that tangent done uh the original <laughs> also had two um optional characters which were also tied to uh, trophies which I liked so as I said before um, when trophy nudge you towards additional content that you might not have gotten uh, get to see during the, your first playthrough then uh, yeah the trophy tell you hey why don't you check out this one and what there's a Euphid there's a Winst- Vincent who are those those people if you don't, don't know anything about Final Fantasy 7 of course which by today, <laughs> probably all, all of oh yeah, definitely now <laughs> all all of the people know at least a little bit uh, about <laughs> certain characters in there. So yeah, wouldn't be too much of a of a surprise. But I also like that they uh, tied some trophies to playing well, like beating the weapons. You really need to understand the uh, the battle system and uh, level up your material and um, creating uh, effective loadouts for beating them, especially emerald and ruby. Um, ultimate weapon wasn't, I think, that much of an issue. The the, the main issue for beating Ultima is just catching it. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, the, the high wind. That's if <laughs> if you let it out of your sight, it's just sometimes ten twenty minutes until you find it again. Yeah. It's just oh, come on. Yeah, and winning a chocobo race, it's not that difficult, but still, you need to to win it. Mm. Switch it to manual and then how uh, story related. Yeah. I think you get that after the sort of um, coral section. 
Oh, is is that a no? Oh, yeah. right, true. Is it's not a win there? True, true. Because if you don't win, you just get a, a better chocobo, and then you get the better chocobo yeah, until and you then win. Until you true. win, you, you, yeah. then you get to go on because you have to win to progress the story. Right, so I think right, you right. get that that one that one pops up there. Oh, it could yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, it ha- it has been five years. But if you want if you want knights of the round, <laughs> you have to get a chocobo anyway. So you have to race yeah. it. So you'll end up doing it anyway. Yeah, that's true. And then the uh, 10k points for G-Bike, which isn't that uh, a few points. It's uh, you, you really need to, to play it well to get over 10k. Although I think my uh, record there is 21 or 22k points. Oh, wow. Because I once grinded for, for GP and I thought, well, G-Bike is the most fun to play so uh, and the most reliable. Then I just kept... kept uh, going for it and uh, increased my high score and <laughs> it was fun and um, yeah speaking of grinding that one we uh talked about before the 100 uh, million gil i wrote it wrong here in the doc it's mil not k 100k gil would be easy <laughs> <laughs> very easy and then also uh, getting one character to level 99 it's I think I think it's a good choice. I personally wouldn't have uh, minded to, to uh, get ha- having to get everyone to level ninety nine, but still getting everyone. Well, not Aerith, but all the other ones to level ninety nine would probably be too much of a grind and nonsensical. So at least one. But if in a normal playthrough, I think it was my first playthrough back then as a teenager, I ended up like a little bit over level sixty when I beat Sephiroth, so if you just go through it normally, you don't reach level 99. <laughs> no, it definitely requires some extra time on that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, that's also a good trophy to have to also grind a little bit mm-hmm. and also tell you, hey, th- there's a limit there and you can become this powerful and will help to beat the other uh, uh, optional bosses and stuff. And <laughs> there's also a choke trophy with which I find pretty funny. It's a party wipe. Like the first time you wipe, it's just trophy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay! I got that in yeah. the battle arena. Actually, that one that was. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, because I didn't actually get a party wipe until a lot later. But when you go into the battle arena for the um, keystone, oh, I see. He, yeah, he true, asks true. you to go in there, and at that particular point, you're probably not very well yeah. level to do it. So you end up just sort of wiping Fair. anyway, and it counts. So true. Yeah, that's true. So you may you may very well get it like through through that anyway. Yeah, or at the guard scorpion if you re- read the yeah. advice wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you're anything like me when I was thirteen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that it's called failure is an option. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's that's a pretty <laughs> funny one. Hey, it's sixty five point five nine percent common. So lots of people got like yep. team wiped, <laughs> <laughs> but not all of them. So good on them yeah almost half yeah yeah could you imagine getting to the end <laughs> yeah could you imagine finishing the game and that's the only trophy you have left is like you've never had a party one yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> um well is... luckily you might need the uh the weapon trophy as well so you're like okay this is when yeah. i'm gonna get team wiped yeah and i'm gonna yeah, be probably yeah <laughs> weapon at the same time probably yeah <laughs> I remember there's also a, a funny joke pro- trophy for uh, the Crash Bandicoot um, 
how is it called the, re- the remastered version or the remade version the N- insane trilogy i see insane the first trilogy. one yeah yeah, yeah yeah if if you if you tornado uh, uh, uh one up away instead of picking it up you just uh, kick it away when uh, tornadoing uh, it also uh, drops a trophy. I forget how it's called, but uh, it's, oh, it's it also like, a funny one. I meant one. to do that or something. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah I meant yeah. to do that. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. I have that trophy. <laughs> yeah, me too, <laughs> by accident. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, so, and, and the remakes trophies are, I think they're they're a little bit more, I want to say modern, but it's not really modern, but it's more in line with, uh, like, AAA games uh, nowadays. The original trophies were, uh, as I said, more balanced. It had a little bit of everything, um, but not not a lot for progress. Yeah. Like only three or four were uh, auto gains throughout the story. The uh, many others probably not, and about half of them definitely not, unless you go out of your way. But remakes trophies, it has for each chapter a trophy, and. I think a few other ones, like uh, Snappy Dresser, when you get all three dresses, which happens anyway, which you, you which you get in in any case. So that's uh, that's I think twenty or twenty five trophies to, out of the way if you just finish the game, which is nice, of course, because uh, it, it just uh, the trophies pop while you're playing the game and it gives you a dopamine rush. Oh, uh, another trophy! I, I managed to do something good. I'm a great gamer now, um, but it's something I personally don't quite like because it, it's it, it cheapens like uh, twenty, thirty percent, or even more of all the trophies in there. Because I I want to um, like be proud of my trophy collection, and if yeah. half of them tr- uh, drop anyway, if I finish a game, which I mm. usually do, then it's not really an achievement. So you get a gold trophy for finishing the for the original, but not. On the remake, it's only a bronze. Oh, <laughs> oh! I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. uh, check the gold and silver stars. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a gold for the uh, feet right. of meteoric proportions, which yeah. is a gold trophy for completing the original. But true, for the remake, true. it's just a bronze trophy. Well done, you completed chapter eighteen. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a gold to complete all chapters on hard difficulty. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Hard, hard. That's why. Okay. Gold. Yeah. yeah. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Hard. Hard mode gets the gold, but you had to do all yeah. eighteen, and then yeah, the other gold I believe is the pride and joy. Yeah, pride and joy. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're right. So yeah, that's that's like over twenty out um, out of the way already. But then at least uh, there are also some uh, for completionists like um, finish all quests, uh, learn all abilities, all enemy skills, finish all battle intel reports etc so this is also pretty good because if you do all of that you have almost 100% of the game anyway not quite but uh, you have a lot uh, a lot done already then challenges which are not tied to uh story progression or like um you usually don't automatically uh, gain them you have to go out of your way for example in all the mini games uh, if if you if you play dart, you just have to play it once, then you can can go on, or you can try to beat wedge, and then the trophy pops. Or the uh, I I forget the, uh, the trophy name which you mentioned earlier, uh, Platt, for uh, Jesse's kiss on on the motorbike. Oh, biker boy. Yeah, biker boy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's not quite easy, especially when you're playing a normal. I I uh, got the trophy on easy, I think, because I've just played through through easy me, mode. Me too. Me too. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, not specifically because of that. But I I want to just play through through the game, record everything in German, and record everything without any text on screen for screenshots later, so I can just uh, go through the footage and. Uh, uh, grab some uh, screenies out of it, and I think that's where where I also uh, did it right away. I think, or did, uh, or maybe I just had to re- redo it once or something. But on on easy, it barely take any damage, so it's uh, it's mm. not hard. My biggest tip is just hold the block button. Like yeah, that as well. Yeah, <laughs> it helps a lot. I did it the first time. I just wasn't blocking at all. Mm. Yeah, and same. <laughs> once you kind of get the the routine of. Um, Roche's pattern. Yeah, you can kind of make sure you can kind of dodge a lot of his attacks. But yeah, if you're dodging, uh, sorry, blocking in easy mode, it don't take a lot of damage. Yeah, and it's not as bad a trophy as what it kind of comes across in the sort of first yeah. sort of playthrough. Yeah, I barely finished that on hard. Oh, <laughs> I was okay. so tempted to skip. You that, can skip them. Yeah, that's that's good. So you can <laughs> skip because it doesn't really contribute to anything else. I did it for the. Uh... The boss battle at the end. I I did too. Yeah, I was like, I'm I'm on hard to mode. Do it. I did. I'm skipping this. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. I googled it. I'm like, do I have? Do you get anything for finishing this on hard mode? I think and it says like, nope. like you don't get penalized for skipping. I think it, a message comes yeah, I th- up. Yeah, I, I think it does. Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah, I almost beat him, but I tried it like three or four times, and I'm like, okay, I'm not doing this. I I don't remember if I tried in hard mode actually. I really don't. Maybe I I just skipped because I wanted to to beat Sephiroth or something. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I was close to the end, so. Yeah, I think it was yeah. late when I was doing chapter eighteen. I was like, it's late. I just want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was Let's me go. too. Let's that go. was me too. Yeah, but I also spent a lot of the time doing the VR uh, or the uh, battle sim as well. Like as soon as I got to that part i stayed there and did all the hard ones right away oh okay you did. i didn't like ah. go finish the story and then go back and do the battle sim after i did them all mm. first i did and then i had my two gotodamorongs or yeah. three or whatever it is and then i used those when i was fighting sephiroth on hard yeah. mode <laughs> yeah i so. wanted that accessory for fighting sephiroth i remember now yes i did go back to get the um yeah the the hard mode run and Pond and yeah. Joy first, and then did Sephiroth. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm not quite sure if it's considered cheating, but before I started hard mode, I uh, grinded uh, in chapter 16 to get mm. all my material to max first, and then I mm. uh, went to chapter 17 to to beat all, uh, on hard mode, of mm-hmm. course, to beat everything and get uh, Götterdämmerung, and then started the actual hard mode playthrough. With oh, uh, no, Goethe Demerol in. Yes. Oh, wow. Cool. And then ju- just abuse triple slash with, yeah. uh, with refocus. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fun. But still a challenge for uh, Hellhouse and, uh, and the others. So. Yeah. 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 I beat Intermission on hard and I did the, the hard mode uh, battle sim. And you get to Goddard Amarongs, and I'm like, yeah, okay, too, what am I going to yeah. use these for, though? <laughs> like, I'm done playing yeah, that, now. Like, what am I going to use it for? <laughs> that's also the reason why I did it first, because then I could actually use it. <laughs> yeah, in the boss battle. Yeah. yeah. But I found actually hard um, for intermission wasn't um, as difficult as what I thought it was going to be. Okay. Like, the story, just the, the chapters, like, I didn't find it that difficult. No, 
I found Nero, uh, Nero quite difficult to get through on hard, but... I have to admit, I haven't beaten Nero yet on hard, but only because mm. I've just got sick of seeing the, ho- the all the cutscenes again oh, and again yeah. and again. I just, I I just couldn't yeah. do it anymore. Like, after the third time, I was just... Ugh. Yeah, it's because you're in a battle and yeah. you can't skip. It's not. It's a non-skippable cutscene. Exactly. Which is annoying. I hear yeah. you. And it's just yeah. like, I don't want to do this. I want to deal. don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I felt that with the cutscenes because, yeah, they're, they're not skippable inside that battle. Yes, yes. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really annoying. Also, um, my Sephiroth battle, I kept dying, by the way, mm. on hard. And then it would ask you to replay like uh right before that because mm-hmm. it's three phases or four yes. phase battle right i accidentally pressed from the beginning of the oh. battle and then oh, i had no. to restart yeah at the beginning the and i was again. so mad i was so mad but also i had to leave and do other things or i had to shut off my ps5 and whatever so i just exited like i i exited out of the game and i thought it would autosave that point in the battle but it didn't and then i had oh. to like redo my materia slots again and like yes. do everything and oh my god it was a huge thing i was so mad i was like i i knew i could have put it just in rust mode right and then just booted it up yeah. and open the game and it yeah. would have been fine but i didn't and i anyway i learned my lesson yeah I was so mad <laughs> but also yeah. the fact that it's split into different sections you know what i mean so like you can't just skip those first two if you've already done them you have to like even if you did already do those two phases like it doesn't remember that you have to redo mm. the whole thing yeah i think that's 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 good enough because otherwise it would be too easy just to yeah. redo the phase you died on mm. because it's mm. just one boss battle yeah yeah no, but it made me go through everything again, like the yeah. The oh, if, if battle, you say from everything. the beginning, yeah, then it's from the whole whisper battle again. Yeah. That was the whole yeah. yeah that was my thing. True. So I was at the yeah. end. I was at Sephiroth. I was almost done. Then I had to go do something else. But then I died, and it said mm. restart. Accidentally press restart at the beginning of this battle, which took me back to the whole yes. whispers battle. Oh no! And then I was yeah. pissed. I was yeah. like, oh, oh okay, I I'm turning this off and leaving and doing it like a few days later because yeah, I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to calm down and come back to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this is not really intuitive in in that in- instance because if you say yeah from the, the start of the battle, um, uh, did, did it say start of the battle last? I think start of the battle would, you get, would have been you get, Sephiroth, and then last checkpoint. Yes. Yeah, you get before the, this battle, yeah. and it brings you to the beginning of the whole thing, and then it's uh, yeah. it says last last right before this last battle or something like that i don't know anyways yeah so, something like that but it, it needs to uh teleport it to before the battle because then you have the opportunity to uh like redo everything and yes. can uh run yeah. back well in not in chapter 18 but not, well yes in chapter 18 you can just uh buy materia and and mm-hmm. items again on the highway that's that's f- what it's for because it, you usually um Usually you want to just try again, but if you notice you're too underleveled or you need more items or what have you, then you can uh, like jump to before the battle starts and then you can just yeah. do other things to prepare. I just hit the wrong thing by yeah. accident. And I, I, I think you weren't the only one. <laughs> I also <laughs> made that mistake as well. I think I did that mistake a few times during that playthrough. You look at it and you're like, okay, which one do I want? Um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I want more information. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Can you give me some more yeah. details as to where exactly I'm going to go if I confirm this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? You're like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> but let's go for it. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, then there are a few more trophies for remake, which uh, just make make you do a few things off the beaten path, like uh, achieving three hundred percent stagger, which you usually don't. But uh, Fat mm-hmm. Jokobo is a pretty good um, like punching bag for that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he is. And yeah, unfortunately, um, Motor or uh, I think it's it's called Motor M dot O dot T dot O dot R. Like the motorball at the end of the highway. Oh right! You, you every time you you uh, destroy all um, all wheels, you get staggered. Right. But at the end, the stagger just keeps going up, going up. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, five, six hundred, and this doesn't count. Doesn't count because no, it would be too easy. <laughs> I know because I was getting that, and I was like, "Oh, we're getting the stagger up." Yeah. And then yeah. The trophy didn't pop, and I was like, "Oh." Yeah, <laughs> too good to be true. <laughs> I didn't wow. learn that mechanic about like the whole staggering thing, how to develop it, and how to go on until, ooh, maybe two thirds away through. I kind of figured out with Tifa that she was obviously yeah. increasing it. It took mm-hmm. me a while for me to kind of figure out some of those mechanics, like to kind of mm-hmm. really do that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think I must, I must have seen somebody like look up uh, a bit of a guide and said to Chocobo was the best one to do it for. Yes, mm-hmm. I was like, cool. Same okay. <laughs> Speaking of Chocobo, uh, Chocobo Moogle material is also off the beaten path. Something you maybe do, maybe you don't, because uh, I think if you unlock everything, um, oh right, yeah, all all the, the three sun lamps, you can just uh, mm-hmm. keep going on the big elevator or the platform. Mm. Um, but there's also this this uh, small uh, platform to the right, where which brings you to. Uh, to to this uh, service room where it, um, uh, for the fans, yeah. And of course, if you're completionist, you usually just uh, explore everything. You notice, oh, this one needs more lamps, and then go back to it when uh, you're done. But some people might um, forget or mm-hmm. just want to be done with this stupid chapter six because <laughs> some thought it was too much filler and boring. So I think it's it's pretty cool, and you also get rewarded with uh, a song by Barrett. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is this where we're going <laughs> on an adventure or something like that? <laughs> this was so funny. <laughs> it's yes, he does. He sings it on the way across, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like on an adventure to get some treasure or something. Yeah. They, they, they sort of tease you with the material, don't they? Yeah, like, exactly. Look at that in there. And you're like, oh, shiny. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> in Paris, yeah, he's just like, you know, oh, don't worry about that. Like, just come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm not quite sure if you can kind of make out the parts of the Chocobo theme from it because he mm. sings so weird, but I don't know. Um, I was just th- thinking about this because it, it would fit if you kind of dropped a few notes mm. of the Chocobo theme. Yes. Yes, I feel like they do that. I remember you saying this on your previous videos about it. But obviously, they link in the music when you get the discs and that to kind of things going on. Yeah around, yeah, around yeah, what's happening and that, and it was exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the song that's playing because you get a disc when you get up. Yeah, there as it well. plays ch- electric chocobo. I think ch- the chocobo battle theme from the original just redone. Yeah, that's the one you get there, which yes. also ties to the material you get. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to remember what the what the song was that you get. I know you get a disc when you get up there. But yeah, you yeah. have that small sort of fight section, and then you kind of be yeah. able to go through. Yeah, have, have to f- fight it. Fight it fast enough to open mm. the, the door, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a minute or two minutes you have to do it in. Uh, I th- 
think so, or a minute something and a half, like something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something around then. Yeah, and if you if if you don't have uh, a good setup, or you just don't quite know how to handle a queen uh, crash strike, then it just takes too long. Mm. I I no, I think I failed the first time. Then I went in. Okay, now I'm ready. And then you then you just fight three normal grass strikes and was like, come on, <laughs> I'm not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I think that took me a second go to kind of obviously you kind of go in there knowing what's not what's in there. So <clears throat> yeah, yeah, once you kind of know what fair. you're facing, you can get the strategy right. Yeah, but then the strategy is gone because you fight something else. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, I had. I yeah, think I, had, I think I had the same fight. Yeah, he did. Maybe, did. maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it was three smaller ones, but uh, I think yeah. I, I think I had the same fight. Maybe it's slightly randomized. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. I um, I just noticed that uh, when I first got in, it had two <clears throat> sentry rays up top and uh, yes. a strike queen up uh, down. That's what I had. Yeah. Yeah. And then I failed. That took too long a little bit. And then I tried again. And then only three normal grass strikes appeared, oh. nothing else. And there was just, oh, come on, I just wanted to try again. <laughs> <laughs> just gave it to you, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Game set, no, you're, you're yeah. not good enough. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, in, in the next chapter also, um, the, the remade uh, button minigame, which I liked. Because the original was just like, uh, come on, I just have to guess when the others start pressing. Interestingly, a fun fact, uh, when I, um, in, in preparation for playing Remake, I played uh, the day before, I played uh, the original just until Escaping Midgar, just to have everything fresh in my mind. And there I, I did it first time. Like I went in, waited like, I think two seconds or something, pressed, and at the same time the others uh, raised their hands as well, like perfect, perfectly in sync. And uh, thanks to the automatic recording of the PS4 back then, and uh, I, I just went back, uh, extracted the clip, uploaded it somewhere, and showed the others. Hey, look, I did it first try. The <laughs> other was no, no way, this isn't you. <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised myself because uh, every playthrough in the past, I tried like five, six times or something because I was always off. Because it's so hard to to guess when they uh, when they raise their hands. Yeah. The the remade version was uh well pretty well done also with the banter between them when you fail. Oh, it's so yeah. much fun just not doing it correctly though. Just so yeah, you exactly. <laughs> You're like exactly. I'm doing it bad on purpose just so I get yeah. the dialogue. Yeah, yeah. That's, and like Barrett's just that's like it. and one two three go and one two three go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was just warming up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You call yourself a soldier? <laughs> I know. It's yeah, it's, it's so fun. And Tifa was just keeping her cool. I didn't do too badly on my PS5 playthrough, my Integrate one. I think it, I think I've failed once. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember just like going, when am I supposed to do it? Like, you're trying to press the buttons at the same time. Yeah, I remember the PS4 playthrough, it was quite frustrating at first. Yeah, that I was me. They, maybe yeah. they improved it, because I also did it on the first try um, of Integrate, so... Okay. But PS4, I it didn't do it, like, barely at all. I was was pretty good on PS4 as well. Yeah. Maybe they messed up the timing a little bit, like, input, that it was an input lag or something. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because of the frame, maybe. Maybe. Right. Did, did you guys play on, uh, with uh, 60 FPS, the uh, I did. performance yeah. mode? Okay, that, maybe that's it, because then the input is much more accurate. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's also f much better for fighting games for inputting combos and stuff. Because fighting oh, games good. below 60 mm. FPS, I heard, is usually mm -hmm. just not, not a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just for opening a door. But uh, on the other side, there's uh, the, the Delta security for the other door where it can uh, collect everything you threw away from Airbuster. Right. And I think you have to go through three locks instead of just one or four. Three of... Uh, or four locks and you get a trophy for that as well if you open the door which is pretty cool yeah it's nice yeah yeah D did you know when you do the, the delta lock first try no error at all that you get a different dialogue Ooh! like there's a special di dialogue if uh, i mean do everything correctly then tifa like uh says or like uh, so, something like, uh, can you read my thoughts? It's also almost <laughs> like you could read my thoughts. And uh, oh. or or, or uh, can soldiers soldiers do that? And uh, Cloud says, uh, not uh, no, they can't yet, or something like that. So something <laughs> about um, reading some somebody's mind and stuff, which ties in with this whole Genova and memory copying mm -hmm. thing. And it's find find pretty cool. Oh, that's really awesome. I have to try and yeah. maybe look that up on YouTube because I don't know if I can oh, have yeah, yeah, the time yeah. and patience to yeah, no. do it first time. Yeah. The guy who rec records uh, most of the footage for my videos um, because I just ha don't have the time to record everything again and again, 4K and 60 FPS and what have you. Uh, he also recorded this for me. Uh, he went through the torture to uh, get everything perfectly. Wow. In German, Japanese and uh, English so that, uh, that I could compare and stuff. It's pretty cool. Wow. But I'm pretty sure you find it on YouTube as well. Yeah. And if not, I can just, uh, you can ask me and I can, uh, can show you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And also, as, as mentioned earlier, all the nine dresses. Um, I think this is kind of a little bit of a pain because you have to do chapter nine so many times over and over again, including Hell House. But it's still, um, it's it's great because, especially for Cloud and Aerith, for Cloud you have the two different routes, uh, one for uh, Madame M's uh, dress and one for Chocobo Sam's dress. And for Aerith you have three different scenes and all of them are great <laughs> in their own uh, right. So uh, just just for that, I think it's um, it's worth going through through everything. I think it's worth getting the dresses, yeah, definitely, yeah. to see them, yeah. Yes. I think it's such an iconic part of the game. Oh, it is. It is, yeah. To do something related to that, to make it more of a sort of a feature yes. of, the, of the game. I think it was nice that they kind of said no to get the platinum. Like, if you really yeah. want to see everything, you should want to see all the dresses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Tifa's dresses didn't uh, change anything in terms of uh, scenes or content, but her um, her dresses were so extremely diverse, like one uh, Wutai inspired, like a, a shorter mm. uh, kimono, and the other one uh, inspired by John Lee. It's a, if, if you have you seen the recolor of her um, um, that, that, that leopard dress, which, which where she basically looks like John Lee. That uh, oh. her dress looks blue, and yeah, so it's it's very funny. I think it's is this uh, on one of the mods. The yeah, the mod, the mod recolor yeah. exactly. Yeah, from from her okay. uh, second. For me, it's the second one. The first is the the basic one from the original. Yeah, the the, the second one is John Lee, and for me, the exotic is my personal favorite. So this is the best. But I think for Tifa, there's no best and worst in my opinion. 
because all have their their own appeal. Yeah, but for Aerith, it's pretty. Aerith is 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 just. Of course, that the one is just a cheap knockoff you can get for ten bucks in uh, some <laughs> random retail store, and the other one is is pretty, but nothing uh, too fancy. And the, the third one, the one that uh, was shown off in the trailers, is just gorgeous. Also, her hair is is, is very different there. It's great. And for Cloud, he has different uh, quest lines. One with uh, the Angel of the Slums, the other one, which is pretty similar to the original uh, chain of events, where he had to to get all the uh, the compo- components for the dress. I thought I thought this his callback was was very nice, and with Johnny, no no uh, no less. I I loved the, how they integrated Johnny much more. It's it's so good. I hope we'll see him again. I like the trophy associated with him. I thought that was mm-hmm. yeah. I thought that was really, really great. Like to actually seek out Johnny and to get his, yeah. uh, to get his story. I thought that was a very yeah. lovely, like callback to the original and a character that you don't really get too much of. But I love the fact that they they kind of make something of him. Yeah, def- definitely. But, uh, other characters also got so much more screen time. Even the Shinra middle manager, which was just like some some random NPC who got beat up by Barrett on the train. Mm. But now he's he's a, a very high profile NPC. You see him everywhere, even in intermission. You, you play uh, Fort Connor you play against him, don't him. You? yeah. So it's it's really good. I, it's it's a, you know that's the the great thing about it. they've had the time to really kind of flesh out the make the, make the world feel lived in and have it full of characters. Yes, you know, and plus obviously new characters like you know sort of Marl and um, you know Wormer, Roche. you know Roche, Roche, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, it, it really makes the world feel full because you've got all these yes. other characters, these side characters that are just there. And Johnny was just such a, a presence through the story. And he added really, I think, nice comic relief as well. He kind of added some contrast like to what was going mm-hmm. on. You're kind of trying to, you know, figure out a way to save Aerith, but here he is, lost his wallet. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like you gotta help me, bro. Yeah. Like... <laughs> and on the way you also get uh, entangled with uh, Kyrie. Yeah, she's great. She's funny. So you get her story side of the story also. I I hated her actually, but I think she's t- uh, still a good addition. And also her connection to the Angel of the Slums is is uh, very good. Yeah, good reveal. Yeah, definitely. And but a uh, one that you, you could have seen coming. I yeah. I was pretty oh, yeah. sure f- from the start, but I wasn't one hundred percent. But I yeah was was pretty sure during the the quest with the uh, the reporter. That's yeah. She's not quite what she seems. <laughs> I think I would have seen it coming more if I did the Madame M storyline quests first. Oh, I see. Yeah, because I would have Fair. done the Chocobo Sam one first, and because with, when you do those, you kind of get the hint, like you know, aha, uh-huh, like the you know, mm. you know, you, she kind of walks off, and you're, oh yeah, yeah, that, that's you then, right? It's yeah. very very <laughs> clear that it's that it's you. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think the remake steers you towards Chocobo Sam's choices first. Yeah, you have to be more specific with Madame M's to get that storyline i think so too also if if you take the uh what is it a, st- a steroid drink or whatever that is uh, uh next to johnny where you see him beat up before you uh enter the coliseum i read about like the this first i've not seen this drink <laughs> it's it's just on the table next to yeah. him uh, when you see him beat up and oh, this yeah. just adds one more point to chocobo sam so he is a little bit in yeah. uh, in the advantage there yeah, that's right. You have to leave it alone. I read, I read about them. I was like, drink, 
where's this? I don't remember seeing <laughs> it. I missed it the first time as well, to be mm. frank, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah. All I do is focus on the dialogue choices, like with, with, with uh, Madame M. Yeah, it's, you, you have to be less um, Tifa-focused, let's say. <laughs> you have to be like a little bit more... Mm. Um, uh, like uh, respect uh, respect her as a person and not as a good-looking woman. That's basically the difference between Madame M and and Jogbo Sam. That's what oh, I yeah. learned that, <laughs> at least. Yeah, even even when when the inn owner um, chats you up, and if if you say uh, uh, how much is is uh, is a night there, this one point for Jogbo Sam and uh, I think a minus. Are there minus points? I don't remember. That's at least uh, one for Chocobo uh, Sam. And if you say no thanks, then I think it's one for Madame M. Yeah, that's it. You have to turn down like his offer, don't you, for the yeah. for the toying costs? And Hero's like, I'll do it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'll play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, coin as well. Yeah, exactly. You have yeah. to say uh, not interested or something like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I would say like for the differences as well. Just obviously, you've done a great job. Obviously, with the uh, with the stuff on there, just wanted to um, just on a on a on a sort of like a basic level, looking at like your like your lists, like the mm-hmm. platinum for the OG is actually quite short in comparison. Like it is, yeah, it the, is. The, the remake with the two playthroughs, it's you know, if you're doing an, an initial playthrough and then a hard mode, you're probably going to be looking at sixty to eighty hours of yeah. Of, of playing playing time on there definitely mm. i mean even if you did an initial run on the re on the og you didn't get perhaps maybe the best bromance or some of the missables that you kind of went mm-hmm. through you could still get a lot of the end game stuff and you could still go and do a playthrough up until the, gold the sorcery, yeah the to the gold source yeah. a bit where you get the date scene and just clean up some of the missables that you actually get a lot of it is quite quite good that way mm. that you can do it so I think from a standpoint there, there's obviously a lot more, there's a lot less trophies on the original. You've got a lot mm. bigger list. Like I say, very modern game when it comes to mm. uh, to, the, to the remake. I do think when I've been doing the remake through this this sort of second time around now on, on PS5, I've been doing the lists very much in order. So every time I've come up to any chapter specific, uh, specifics, they are in that order as you get to mm. them. So things like the Biker Boy, that is in with alongside chapter four completion and all that sort of thing. Things yeah. like collecting some of the music discs, they they come in a very kind of like stagnant order down the list. You if you did want to do them, it tells you where they are in the chapters that you're gonna see them. Obviously when you play mm. through them you'll see them. But if you look at the list it will tell you, ah, there's a specific thing here in this chapter I'm about to play that is going to be a chapter related like activity that I need to do if I want to get it or I just come back to it later but it does kind of give you a bit of an inkling as to what's sort of coming up that you've got like in the list and like I say with the OG there's a few sort of points in there but again like it's it's not like it's a muddled list but my 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 trophies were very all over the place when you kind of get them there's not like a massive you have to be very careful when you try and get them there's a lot of missables there's lots of things mm-hmm. to kind of get and if you're not too sure because again, with the original, it doesn't necessarily help 
you to find things if that makes sense you kind of have to know that they're that's there that's true yeah. yeah yeah whereas in the remake it's like here's a door do you want to go and try and open it maybe there's some stuff behind it and you're like sure then you do it ping trophy and you know yeah. it it almost guides you to those trophies a yeah little it, it bit. nudges you towards certain points that's true yeah yeah if that sort of sort of makes sense it's sort of almost holds your hand a little bit more whereas yeah the og you kind of have to have a little bit more knowledge about it like you know mm-hmm. knights of the round like oh, how do i get knights of the round doesn't tell you there's nothing no. in the game that says you're going to get this knights of the round material if you do this you kind of have to just i don't know look it up like yeah or just figure out how to breed a gold chocobo and then just traverse the world and hope you you, hope you also stumble across a, an island yeah with an island on. just in the, the in the northwest corner of the map and there's nothing on the map and nothing and why would exactly. you even uh, exactly run there it's just so weird yeah i think you really need a guide if you don't yeah. know the game if you have never played final fantasy before i think you'd have a better chance getting the platinum on remake than yes, you would do sure. like on the on the original but on the plus side, mm. you get multiple gold trophies on the original because you get them for mm-hmm. defeating the weapons as well. Yes. So you true. even get one for defeating Diamond, which is a story battle. So you even get a gold trophy for actually That's hitting that. That's a weird one. I know, but you get one. Yeah. Um, you don't get one for um, Ultima Weapon, though, which I think is quite sad. I think Ultima Weapon deserves a gold trophy. Maybe they meant to, to use Ultima Weapon as, as the gold trophy. Maybe. But then... For some reason, to yeah. switch it up, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just on there. You defeat Diamond and then ping, up it pops and you get a gold. And the same with the others as well. For Emerald and Ruby, you get you get gold trophies like, for them. Yeah. But Diamond Weapon, you can beat with uh, level 7 Tifa if you want. I saw oh, a video you? of it. <laughs> yeah, it is oh, possible. My goodness. <laughs> but the, the, other st- the other two are dead. She's alone. And then wow. uh, you have to, to use a lot of items for the, the level 3 spells. Oh and, yeah, okay. Yeah. And have her in sadness mode, I think, for the uh, the additional um, uh, defense. And yeah, there's 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 a lot you have to you have to consider and do. But it's it is possible apparently. Ah, I mean, yeah, yeah the fight's not exactly particularly difficult, particularly at the stage no. of the game. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a tough challenge. Like the things are, you know, it's a it's a beast. Like it's it's <laughs> it's a giant mm. weapon. But it's not too. It's not not too bad. Uh, no. But you do get a gold trophy for it. Yeah, it doesn't deal as much damage as I as I thought the first time. I thought, well, it it attacks, but it doesn't do that much damage. It, it's not as uh, as dangerous as the others. <laughs> it's a huge mm. thing. <laughs> I know, yeah. And obviously, with the um, I like the lim- I like the limit break trophies, like in in the original. Oh, I yeah. think they're a really lovely like addition. And like you know, Aerith is a little bit, but again, it doesn't tell you how to upgrade specifically how to do it you kind of have to just know how to do it because i mm-hmm. when i was a kid i just thought you use the limit break it gets better which is true to a degree yeah. mm-hmm. but to go up to level two to level three or whatever you have to just kill enemies and i didn't understand that concept yep. so it made oh, it a lot easier to grind out the like the limit levels for her mm-hmm. specifically because you have to do it before you enter temple of the ancients yes exactly all right, everyone. So now we're moving on. We are talking about Final Fantasy VII OG trophies that could have been included. So Platinum, did you want to share your ideas for that? Um, only really just sort of, I think for me, just for like the OG, just some more story related trophies. I know what you're saying about the 
like the chapters like in, in the remake but i would have liked maybe a few more sort of like story related points just through the game just you kind of get maybe mm-hmm. end of disc one you get a trophy that sort of thing yeah. just maybe something a little bit more to kind of go through there could definitely be maybe some more mini game stuff just to kind of help to kind of help with that a little bit more so some of like the mini games just maybe something more with the maybe the chocobo racing just related to that just maybe something else in terms of like mini games and just other things mm-hmm. to try and do. Um, I was actually trying to think about some of the stuff. I don't know if you, you've got like the, the battle arena as well. Maybe it's like just some mm-hmm. things that you could just go off and just do some mini game stuff. I think that might just be a little bit more fun. They did it with the G bike, but I think they could have possibly like got something else in there as well. Mm-hmm. Probably a more annoying one, but something for me personally, I would have liked to have done would have been the enemy skills. Because we got it in the remake, a bit. There's only four, but for me, like, I've never really been able to kind of like get my head around the enemy skills and where they are. I would have liked to have been able mm-hmm. to have learnt those and to see how to get them all. Like, I think that would have been an interesting experience. It would have been like a grind to think about, but if you had a list to know where they are and when to get them, it might not be mm-hmm. too bad. But I think for me, like, that forces me to learn something new that I didn't already know. So I think that's just a personal one. Like for me, and I think maybe just like I don't know, like just defeating just some other legendary monsters, just like Marlboros or yeah, just some other, exactly. just some other cool things that you could just go off and hunt. Like maybe there might be mm-hmm. a list of a trophy that just kind of goes through defeat, you know, these specific enemies once in your playthrough, and then you get like you know maybe a trophy. That's that's mm-hmm. for me. I think there's some, just some fun things in there just to kind of add a little bit more to it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I put um, get a trophy for breeding all chocobos, like having one oh, of that's each good. chocobo. Yeah, yeah. Because I really did that. Like, I really wanted to do that, so I had one of everyone, every different kind <laughs> in the OG. So I would have liked to get some credit for that. You know what I mean? I said, Mister Dolphin, <laughs> <laughs> just being able to do that properly i guess maybe like you do it in one shot then you get a trophy for it i don't know something like a joke one you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. i said slapping (laughs) minigame oh don't get hit once scarlet one (laughs) yeah (laughs) slapping scarlet (laughs) that would be great and then i was like thinking how are they going to do that in remake imagine they have like an edm like remakes of like a song like the chin up bar one but it's just Scarlet's face and Tifa's hands, and you're like, ah, a hundred points, ah, more, you know more I mean? blue, uh, blue stains on her, on yeah. her eyes uh, <laughs> or uh, cheeks. The more you hit her. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I'm like, that I thought, like, how are they gonna do that <laughs> in the remake? Like, what are they gonna do? Like, I feel like they can't do that in modern games now. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they can, but I think they can. That, that's uh, and in a way that it's pretty funny as well. <laughs> yeah, they'll change it, but yeah. I mean, I hope they do because that's amazing, and they should keep it. But we'll see. But yeah, another fun one. Sorry, was the um, I was just thinking about like just encountering all the Turk because you don't you you can miss oh, some of them. Oh right, yeah. I think if you did all the Turk sort of side sort of mm-hmm. missions and fights, that would have been a cool trophy to get, like to go and encounter all of those. Because there's some fun scenes there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I, th- I think two were optional. The one in Gongaga and one in the Gelnica, Sunken mm-hmm. Gelnica. 
in Wu-Tai, there was no confrontation. No, but that could be part of it, I suppose. It's just, it's just the story, isn't it? Is mm-hmm. the... yeah. Oh, what? yeah, they could include the one in the tunnels uh, during Midgar Raid, because if, you, if you've done the Wu-Tai cycles, you can opt to not fight. But if you want the trophy, you have to fight. Ah, yeah. Like you have to fight all that, that are there. The first Reno fight, the solar roof, root fight on the rocket, and the other th- uh, three I mentioned. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I said perfect marching. Yeah, oh. I thought about that, but it would—that's th- just mean. Or well, at least a certain <laughs> score above a, a above a certain score. It's a good mini game, yeah. though. Yeah, you know, getting I, I, obtaining the four stealer, isn't it? Like, is the end part, isn't it? That's that's a send off. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a that's the send off bit at the end. You still have to get a certain score, don't you, to get it? Yeah, I think that would have been a cool one hundred and twenty or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so bad at that. <laughs> That's also a, a trophy I, I, I would suggest that uh, during the send-off, you have to get at least uh, 100 points to mm-hmm. make Rufus happy or something like that. Mm. That would be cool. Yeah. Because that's that's not as hard, not as frustrating, and it's also a one-off. It's not something you can re- just repeat. You have to play the game again or just reload. Yeah. So that's, it should be attainable. But still something for you to uh, like force it to play well. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned um, mini games. I'm I'm kind of sad that the snowboarding mini game didn't get one. Oh yeah, even the yeah. even the gold saucer version would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also the um, the submarine one, but that's kind of the bane of many uh, <laughs> players' existence. So maybe not. Yeah. But yeah, still, I I personally would have uh, tried to integrate a trophy for all the mini games, especially the Mark one. Get Mark to fly. <laughs> that, should, that should have been a trophy, please. <laughs> yeah. And more summons, like uh, Typhon for oh, yeah. the, mastering the, uh, the ancient forest. Mm. Yeah. This is also a missed opportunity. Maybe obtain Alexander, but that's a little bit of a weird one. But still could have been uh, a trophy because it's also a little bit out of uh, going out of your way. Exactly. Mm. Um, there's one for Master Summon Materia, but why not Master Magic Command and, and Support? Yeah. That's also weird. Why mm. not? Because then you have to finish all huge exactly. Materia sub-quests perfectly to receive those. Because mm. if, if you fail in the Corel's mission or in the uh, at the Fort Connor mission, you don't get uh, the huge Materia. And that's what you need for the Master Magic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Master Summon Magic and Command you can also get by beating Emerald Weapon and returning the... Uh, I don't remember the item, but the, the item you get, return to the Calm Traveler, and then you get the um, the three Master Materia. Not a support for some reason. You do. You get. I think you get all three, don't you? Oh, yeah, you got all three. That's my bad. I Because there is a, a blue huge material, but that one gives you uh, Bahamut Zero, I think. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. not a master support material. That doesn't, this doesn't exist and doesn't make sense. No, that's, it's uh, the command, my, isn't it? It's brain failure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just commands, yeah. The blue one doesn't get the no. master material. It would make sense anyway, because what would you um, yeah, link it to? to do, yeah. To everything. <laughs> link it to counter all elemental everything <laughs> at the same time that's hey, that would be amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not yeah 
And yeah, as we said before, no ultimate weapon trophy. That's also missed missed opportunity. Um, I also thought about winning Fort Condor without the enemy reaching the top. Just once. Doesn't matter which one, just uh, win it without the enemy reaching the top and you have to step in and beat the, the uh, commander Grand Horn. Mm. So maybe some people would have said no way, but... Uh, well, thank God they didn't because yeah. <laughs> I would hate you because it took me so long Aww. to beat that. For some reason, it was not easy. Some people found it really easy. Yeah, I am... Um... I think on my re- most recent playthrough, I kind of got the mechanics of it and I beat it right down the bottom. Mm, yeah. It didn't even, it's, it's it didn't, it didn't hard, even but... get a few steps up when I like got it beat. Yeah, you just have to have a little bit of skill and just uh, plaster everything with uh, with all of your... Um, mm-hmm. with the catapults and stuff and then make sure you um, add units that are uh, strong against those enemies that appear there. That's it. Yeah, it's a rock paper scissors because it was yeah, the almost, it was the yeah. it was the recent Fort Condor game that got me used to that mechanics before I wasn't mm-hmm. getting it. But yeah, when yeah. I went back to it very recently, I was like, oh okay, yeah, I get this now. This is weak against this, mm-hmm. it's strong against this or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It helps a lot. Helps it does, lot. yeah. And why not buy Costa del Sol Villa for three hundred K? That's also some uh, something that's that uh, yeah. lends itself beautifully for a trophy. It's yeah, something it does. Yeah, you don't have to do, but you can do, and it's just, yeah, just not really bragging rights, but just something you can say, "Hey, I bought the villa. Here's proof." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then uh, f- Moogle mini game. I, I also said also learning all enemy skills. That would have been a yeah, great one, but also extremely hard one because mm-hmm. there's one you can miss. Yeah. Especially because of that one. Very annoying. Um, yeah, it's... In, in theory, it would have been a great trophy, but in practice, because of the way enemy skill works, and some you need to manipulate enemies, mm-hmm. and some... Like, the, the, the Semsolet doesn't, uh, doesn't use a white wind, so you don't know that you can learn it before you actually manipulate it and see white wind. Oh, what's this? So it, it's a weird mechanic that has so many uh, hidden things, like also big guard from this, the beach block. Mm-hmm. Beach block, uh, I think, doesn't use it on itself. Usually you just... Basically you have to just uh, use manipulate on all enemies and hope you find something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is weird. It's a weird mechanic. That's uh, that and because of the, the bug which only... Uh, makes the dragon some zombie use pandora's box just once per game and if you don't have it equipped you you screw basically oh. because of those two things i probably say nah it's good that they didn't include it but maybe just learn an enemy an enemy skill one or learn a specific enemy skill maybe beta or something i don't know but mm-hmm. yeah yeah it might be something cool to have a on there yeah i think it's also missed opportunity also, I, th- I wrote down gold chocobo. Theoretically, it's also uh, already within the trophy for Knights of the Round because you need a gold chocobo for that. But on the other hand, um, just breeding a gold chocobo is, is an achievement in and of itself. So no trophy for that is kind of a bummer. Oh, yeah. All right. So Final Fantasy VII Remake trophies, that could have been included. So Viz, did you want to start us off? Yeah, for sure. Uh, not as many, because they already had a lot. 
But mm -hmm. seeing all resolution scenes, I think, would have also been a, a good mm -hmm. way to make people watch all those because some of them are really important, especially Aerith's uh, resolution scene. But also Barrett's res resolution scene is good for world building in terms of Avalanche. And Tifa's is good for uh, both Cloud and Tifa and their past. So mm -hmm. I think this is a missed opportunity to um, make the people aware that there are more. Because some people might not realize that it's tied to, to an internal affection system. Mm -hmm. That they just play it casually. They just think, oh, okay, it's just uh, Tifa that's... Uh, had trouble sleeping and it and then um you get her a scene and it's good but then you learn maybe in the future because somebody tells you hey have you seen Aerith's uh, resolution scene uh, what Aerith no I got Tifa ah okay which would have probably worked uh, better in the past when when you were uh, when we were like exchanging uh, information all on a schoolyard or at work or something nowadays it gets spoiled anyway on the internet but yeah. I think it doesn't really matter. I don't think you get a, a trophy for the VR summon challenges, right? Just for the pride and joy. Yeah, I don't think so. Wait, oh no, the summons are in the same. Hey, you talk about Chadley's list with this VR summons, right? Will you get a oh, trophy? No. Yeah, for... right, right, right. Yes, it's... <laughs> now you're correcting me on what I actually meant because uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. That's true. It's it's getting late. It's almost uh... midnight here. My brain's melting. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Thank you for that. Now, uh, that's true, yeah, like uh, defeating Shiva, uh, Fat Chocobo, what else is there, uh, Leviathan, and Bahamut. Yes. Yeah. Four trophies for free. But th didn't they already uh, reach the 50 trophy limit? I don't, I don't quite remember how many there are, but there are a lot of trophies, so it, they, they could have uh, already reached the 50. Oh, the game's already got like 60 trophies, I think. Like, it's quite a... Is it 60? I don't know. It says uh, 54. Is it 54? Okay. Oh, it's 50. Oh, okay, okay. I thought there were, was a, a limit uh, like 50 or was just 50 like a, a norm? Or maybe mm. maybe it's, it's not, not a limit anymore. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's a lot of trophies. So um, including four more would probably have been mm. overkill. I think it's 60 with intermissions trophies, actually. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah, when you get the whole list up there, I think it's I think it's around sixty for intermission and uh, and remake. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, true. Yeah, but uh, be beating all of them would have been cool. Like there are four VR missions, individual ones mm -hmm. from from Chadley, and mm. beating all of them could have been another one. Just to to uh, like not force you, but to in uh, incentivize you to to beat them and get them. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, also, everybody, the second secondary limit breaks. Because why not? It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, another missed opportunity for completionists. Yeah, like to to get another trophy for uh, going through the in. I think that there were uh solo challenges, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a solo challenge yeah. at the um the Corneo Coliseum. Coliseum yeah. Yeah, it's Corneo Coliseum. Yeah. It's a quite tight window for Aerith because you can really yeah, miss it. Yeah, definitely. It's really tight because I missed it the first time around. I missed it the first time because I was like, how do you get Aerith? And then I was like, oh, yeah, there's that one time when she's like there that you can do some missions where it's like, hey, if you want yeah. to have a fight, you know, come yeah, back exactly. again. It's like, cool, yeah, I'll go and come back. Oh, yeah, but Aerith's mm -hmm. not there when you come back. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's tight window, just like in the original where you have to to get hers before a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many parallels. Also, why why not defeating Airbuster without uh, mm. removing any parts? Yeah. Oh that's, yeah, that's also a missed opportunity. Do you have to do one as a story, and then you kind of find the rest? Because I don't know if you can't move on until you've the done first one. Them. You have to, but the first one is just an M unit, and the M unit doesn't affect his performance. Just no. the, the big yeah. bomber and the AI course, but those mm. you don't have to remove. So no. if you if you keep the other key cards, uh, then he's at uh, full power, mm. and beating it beating him that way would would warrant a trophy. I that would be cool, yeah. On yeah hard especially mode. on hard mode too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, about, was, was about to say, probably on hard modes as well, yeah. Even with the stuff removed on hard mode, he was still oh, really yeah. hard. Although I, I beat him first time on hard mode, but in normal what? mode, I, yeah, I, I died. <laughs> first time. But it was also pretty late when I played, so my brain mm-hmm. wasn't really tagging along. <laughs> and maybe ass- assess most enemies. Maybe ninety percent mm. or something, to give you a little bit of leeway, or maybe even all. But that's all would also mean those weird replicas to uh, fat chocobo summons, yes. because some of them, uh, like Cactor, uh, Tomberry, and Bomb, mm-hmm. were also a part of it. So maybe I don't know. This is a hard one to actually say: is it yeah, sensible it is. or is it uh, just too much? Yeah, but. I think the Chatley's battle intel reports are enough. Yeah, agreed. Adding enemy intel is just uh, yeah more. And, and and as you said before, you, you didn't use assessment the SS material on uh, intermission because it just takes up a material slot, a valuable material slot. So yeah. exactly. Oh yeah. I think it's good that they did it. No, I think they got a good balance with the trophies on the remake. I think there's enough mm-hmm. enough yeah. variety there, like to kind of get I you think to so get too. through it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like you, Viz. I, I was just looking at, like, thinking, like, oh, yeah, maybe the resolutions would have been a nice trophy yeah. to kind of force that. They're long playthroughs to make all the choices correctly to get the other characters. So it's, you know, that's a, a long way to kind of get through to get it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've played the game multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> I would have. Uh, I think I've I think I've not seen Barrett's myself. I think I've got Tifas oh, okay. and Aerith's. Yeah, um, I've not seen Barrett's. Thanks to chapter select, it's pretty easy to get those because it's uh, for for Tifa. You just need to make sure she you did more quests with uh, Tifa than Aerith, or the same amount, and then just choose uh, in chapter ten. Ah, and okay. if you already did all the all the uh, the quests for both, they're mm. both at uh, twelve points because six each. Yep, and then in uh, the start of chapter ten, you can just choose um, Tifa. Play through the chapter and then just go to uh, to chapter fourteen. Okay. Um, you don't have to play it through. Um, you don't have to keep playing all the way through to get. You just can finish just, the you chapter. Can just, you can just you finish the chapter, skip it over to chapter fourteen. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because when you finish a chapter, it's uh, it uh, changes uh, your basically your playthrough state to what you did in that chapter. Yes. Yeah. So, and if you would want want to get Barrett. Uh, play through chapter three without doing any side quests like just skip through everything same for chapter Mm -hmm. eight which is a little bit longer unfortunately um but then skip right to chapter 14 and get barrett's scene ah Mm -hmm. fantastic yeah Yeah, i'll have to try and uh 
have to try and check that out because I'm going to do some offline stuff before I do my hard mode. Oh, run. I see. So yeah, I might yeah. I might try and do that on the uh, on mm. the run there, particularly if I've got to get some dresses because I'm going to save myself because I want to stream my yeah. hard mode probably stupidly. Yeah. And I want to do some prep so when I actually get through the hard mode, I've got the three dresses lined up I need to get. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. And I can then polish off that trophy like on stream. So that's that's the plan. Mm. So I might try and do yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I had really was just looking at the resolutions. But I think like you, like some nice ones there. Definitely Limit Breaks, I think is a good one. I think that's a nice one to kind of just throw in there just to kind of incentivize mm. you to get all four. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly but yeah i don't have anything that odd i think that they did a good job of balancing the uh trophies for remake absolutely i think there's a good number just the dress one for me is just it is it's aggravating because i have to replay chapter nine so many different yeah. times. <laughs> but you know what whatever i'll take a break i'll go back to it i'll do it eventually um mm. i and did the that's same just yeah. you know it's making me have to go back to it again so there you go mm-hmm all right, everyone. Well, that concludes this episode of the reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake podcast. I just want to take a second to say a huge thank you to this dad's platinum journey for joining us for today's episode. It was so awesome having you here to chat all about, you know, your history and experience with Final Fantasy specifically and to talk about trophies and how they affect or impact your interest in playing video games and uh, to kind of dive a little bit more into uh, trophy specifics for the games and also how they impacted our playthroughs of Fizz and I's. So Mm -hmm. it was super awesome having you here today. I concur, definitely. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks very much. Yeah, thank you for for coming on. uh, It was a blast to... It's it's always great time to 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 listen to the stories of others how they came to Final Fantasy VII how they came to gaming or learned how to appreciate trophies and all those stories I I love hearing them. Uh, me too. This is such a special like game series for me, and you guys have been you know a big part of that as well because you know you guys along with like other podcasts and other series you know I was listening to so much information about this game. Mm-hmm. And, you know mm-hmm. me personally as as a fan like you know coming onto a show like this this is. You know, a bit of a dream come true for me. So yeah, I want to take a moment to say like, this is this is this is great for me, and I want to you know say my appreciation of allowing me to come on to show and yeah, just sprouting out about my love of Final Fantasy because this is this is a big passion of mine. This is something that I am I'm in for life now. Final Fantasy VII yep. is such a yes. huge part. This is yeah, this was amazing, guys. Thanks very much for having me. Of course, you're very welcome. All right, everyone. So if you have any ideas for up-and-coming episodes, you can email us. It's thereunionpodcast at gmail.com, thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. And we do have a Discord server. The link for a Discord server is listed in the description of every episode. So all you have to do is click on that link and you'll be added to our Discord server. We do have a Twitter account. It's at reunion underscore podcast. Our Facebook is reunion podcast. And our YouTube channel is The Reunion Podcast. So don't forget to like, sub, and share. Also write a review if you feel so inclined, if you like what you hear, because it helps us the most and it's the best way to support us here. Viz, did you want to go ahead and drop your socials for Cosmic Canyon Observatory? Sure. Um, main platform is, of course, Cosmo Canyon Observatory on YouTube. And we have a Twitter page, 
at cc underscore observatory where we post uh, latest videos, mostly also findings uh, I've, I find throughout uh, the games called CCO Gems. So hashtag CCO Gems is, uh, is a good feed for all the little details I found from NPC dialogue to hidden details or comparisons to original to the original game and what have you. It's a, it's almost a gold mine I'd say so myself. But if you want to to chat to me or the other fantastic scholars of the live stream just join our Discord server. It's also Cosmo Canyon Observatory. The link is in every description of every video or on the YouTube page itself uh, in the banner there's a, uh, the Twitter and the Discord link so you can't miss it. And Platinum, did you want to go ahead and drop your socials for where our listeners can check you out? Yeah, sure. You guys can check me out over on Twitter. I'm really awesome over there. I love to support other gamers and Platinum Trophy Hunters. You know, parents, I really like to be a nice air of support around there and really kind of give people a nice, uh, nice bit of encouragement when it comes to their gaming and particularly like getting themselves like through to trophies. It's at this Platinum, so you can go follow me over there. Also, my YouTube channel um, is basically This Dad's Platinum Journey. You can go and find my Platinum playlist, which is a really awesome way to kind of delve into the games that I'm playing. Gives you a real sense of how to tackle Platinums and how you can kind of get yourself through some of your favorite games. I stream live um, every Friday at 7.30. So you can come and catch me on there and come and chat to me, obviously like live on air. And you can kind of get a sense of, you know, what I am and what I do. And you can just talk games to me. I don't mind but yeah come and check me out and give us a like and share and follow and all that jazz mm-hmm. absolutely well once again thank you so much for taking the time to be on today's episode Viz and i really appreciate it and we're looking forward to hopefully having you back in the future oh absolutely i'll be doing remake so remake like i say <laughs> is planned for number 50 i want to stream it on hard mode that may be a mistake. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, come come down and join me. I've got some stuff on, yes. on Final Fantasy VII. I want to do... I've got a ton of content planned out for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I do want to do a big deep dive into the trophies on that and do a massive uh, sort of like some walkthroughs and some guides and, the, and a journey for that. It's going to be... That's going to be an end of year project. There's going to be something very, very special that I'm looking forward to greatly. Sounds awesome. Absolutely. And when part two drops, we'll have you on again to p- talk about part two trophies. Oh, mm-hmm. please do. I will be all over. <laughs> Once we get word of the trophies, they tend to come out uh, about a week or so before the game actually drops. So they, mm-hmm. the trophies do come out. So obviously we can avoid story spoilers, but it gives you an idea of some of the stuff that's going on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely. We'll get the game coming out. Um, FF16 may even be first as well. So I'm not going to stream mm-hmm. it because I want to just relax and enjoy and play that but I will be very much hunting down FF16 trophies as well. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, this is Kai. I'm signing off. All the best to you guys. Take care. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.